Hello, hello, hello. We're back. <laughs> the boys of Pixelate have returned once again. This is episode 19 of Pixelate. We got a lot to uh, to cover today. We got a lot of games, uh, some big names. Um, considering that <clears throat> last episode we talked about the PlayStation Showcase. And this episode we're going to be talking about both the Summer Game Fest, but especially the Xbox Showcase and a certain direct that followed that very show. Uh, my name mm. is Adam. For those of you that are uh, uh, unfamiliar, if you're brand new, thanks for thanks for joining us today. I'm joined by uh, three of my co-hosts, uh, Wope, Jamal, and my nephew, Mikey OQ. Today we are missing Chris, um, but we're gonna we're gonna pick up the slack a little bit, and uh, it's gonna be a great show today. So, boys, how are we doing? What's going on? Drinking coffee at my Game Boy Cup. Try to wake up, but you know, today was a solid day. A lot of game news and surprised by this showcase, to say the least. I are, didn't you jealous? are you jealous that you don't have an Xbox now? Because you should be. A, l- a little bit, a little bit. Good. A little bit. Okay. Mm. That collector's but edition. I, but I'll build a PC before I buy one, so. That collector's edition is taunting you. It is. It really is. I really like it. That black Xbox Series S is taunting me, but I'm Ooh. not gonna lie. I, I like I, my I like my little Stormtrooper system. Right. Um. So today, uh, we're actually gonna start uh with some good game, bad game. There's no. There's not gonna be any trivia. We're gonna get into some uh, controversial news surrounding uh, Activision um, and a couple of uh, 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 personalities uh, on Twitter. Uh, and then we're gonna get into the, the meat and potatoes, which are the, both of those uh, those showcases that were mentioned uh, previously. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. Um, my good game of the week. A couple of days ago, stayed up basically until four o'clock in the morning playing Smash with Wolpe. At his place, so he finally stopped ducking the fucking smoke, and he got this work as he should. And I, I played a lot longer than either of us thought I would have played. And then we realized the time, and it was late as fuck. So <laughs> played through my entire shift. Wow, entire shift. Yeah, this this is also time. my good game. So I'm just gonna piggyback off Jamal. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> You're welcome, and thank you. For whooping my ass. Of course. Of course. <laughs> These are the lessons you needed. Thank you for hurting me. My bad game was that neither Stellar Blade nor Hollow Knight Silk Song were shown at all during these past few days. Not at the Summer Showcase, Summerfest Showcase, and not at the Xbox Showcase. So that's my bad game. I need to hear something because now... Stellar Blade, I don't expect on my fantasy. Hollow Knight, come on now. I know you want to take your time, but I need I need something. Yeah, you might want to consider... My uh, good game is those not being in show. <laughs> no, honestly. You might want to consider hey, picking Micah. up some new games. And anybody who agrees with him? No, honest. I mean, listen, you got a lot of good Fable. choices coming up that you can... You can take and replace hollow knight because that shit's not coming out brother i will replace stella blade before i place hollow knight because they'll Ho- her anything hollow knight might be a holiday release which is fine but it's like mm-hmm. do you really want to wait that long because 
Exactly. I mean, that's that's probably a good place to put it this year. Uh, but I I'm surprised that we haven't got anything other than just the announcement. Yeah. It, exactly. Like you're going to tease it back in twenty. You're going to like show or like tease it back in 2019, and then you're going to show some more of it in last year, but then nothing between those two days, those two um, announcements, and then between the last announcement and now, it's like, come on now. I know it's a awesome. small studio, so obviously they only have so many resources they can work with, but I need but at least some so. update. Even exactly. so, yeah. It could be development hell. There's that. I, I can't see a game like that being in development hell, because it's like, how ambitious do they really need to be? And again, we don't want to stay on this, but how ambitious do they it's need? An indie to... studio. Yeah, but like, yeah, I wouldn't call it development hell though. I think it's just indie development that that takes a long while. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what like kind of tells me that there is a decent chance that it's not coming out until early next year. Yeah, but who knows? We'll see. Jamal literally has like three crossed. games on his fantasy team that are probably not coming out this year. Yeah, literally. You are so unsafe. Like <laughs> our our punishment is gonna be so bad. I like I'm I'm thinking like twenty four hours in Waffle House bad. While wearing an Xbox shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and you gotta stream. <laughs> and the shirt's drenched in piss. Not even I'm your supposed piss. to stream from Waffle House. It's doing Waffle House doesn't even have Waffle You better get a yeah, fucking sitting in Waffle House. Is enough my phone of you just like use a, me yeah, sitting use your phone as a hotspot, <laughs> and you are gonna stream 24 hours from Waffle House. Bring your Switch. Bring whatever. And then you have to fight an employee. <laughs> where's <laughs> Where's so Song? Fight another customer. <laughs> All right. You have to get have into street, real life cycles. Have a street fight Waffle in House. Waffle House. <laughs> yes. All right. Whoopay. You go. So my, like I said, my good game was Jamal came over and we played. Uh, Jamal is now in the stage where he's trying to really learn the fundamentals of fighting games as a whole. Now that he's trying to get into Street Fighter. And I was all too excited to help out with that. Um, speaking of fighting games, the Tekken 8 um, open beta, well, not open beta, I think it's a closed beta, actually. Um, I tried to sign up for it. I did successfully sign up for it. I I'm did too. hoping they pick me. Adam, if we get a chance to go on it, we have to stream it. I will, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Baltimore. I'm going to do whatever I need. Without to do. a doubt. Because. Did you guys, did you sign up for Mortal Kombat also to stress test? I didn't. No. I've never been like a Mortal Kombat guy as far as taking the game seriously mortal kombat is pure casual fun for me but tech and i play like yeah um and this also kind of brings me hope that they're planning on releasing this game hopefully maybe october with six, 16 characters mm-hmm. in a beta is a lot they haven't gotten a, a release date yet right no, no. There's not even there's a only window, 16. really. There's yeah. There's really not even a window, but yeah. and they're changing. They're like fundamentally changing a lot of the uh, the features already. Like I think they took out the heat. Well, they didn't take out the heat, but they altered like the heat meter feature. or whatever. Yeah, something like that. 
And I think that that's based on like alpha playtesting with like the pros and such. Right? Yeah. So um, I'm just, I'm super excited. If I get my hands on Tekken early, I'm going to cry. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't have I'm any bad great. games. It's been excited. a fantastic week. I'm like, it's been a great week. Yeah. That's what we like to hear, man. Bad game. I don't have one. Oh. It's been it's been great. That's what I'm saying. Cool. No negativity. Not yet. Not Micah, yet. go ahead. Uh my bad game for the week is no state of decay announcement. Fuck. I thought oh, I really no, no, they didn't, really they didn't, they didn't. No. When they didn't. I really, really wanted a state of decay or Gears of War announcement. Um oh. But they just didn't deliver, man. I think that game isn't going to come out until like 2025 now. But it the, it deserves the time, so I'm okay with it. Um, no Gears of War is weird. Uh, yeah. But good game. I've been playing uh, Diablo for a week now. I'm on the third act of the game. And it's almost everything I wanted from it's story-wise and atmosphere-wise it's everything i wanted but like actual game like rpg mechanic wise it has it has some more stuff but i'm not done with the game yet so we'll see how many um, hours i've been putting I, i'm really game enjoying because how many hours they've been putting into a game because like a couple episodes ago was the last episode you may seem like the first act took forever to get through it does i it, i'm not gonna go into explaining it all but like there's a certain way you want to play the game because if you if you do a lot like side quests early on, you end up over leveling too early and mm, okay. it can fuck up like how you play later on. Um, so I was doing that on accident and it was just taking me forever. But I think now I have a uh, I want to say like forty hours. Okay. Yeah. And, you said uh, it's how many acts? Six, week, seven, six, and I'm on act three. Oh, so okay. and I've been like. I had to skip a lot because I was like, I'm never going to finish this game, like at least one playthrough if I keep doing this. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, great game. Honestly, I recommend it to uh, any RPG fans, any looter fans. No bad game? No, his bad game was that did. No, State, State of the K K was the show. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about saying uh, the same thing for my bad game um, <clears throat> up until the point that I tried. <clears throat> to stream the Xbox showcase today. Yeah, that was a hot mess starting off with. That was trash. Uh, dude, I might have to step away from Streamlabs. I might just have to go to OBS or something because uh, that was a disaster. Granted, I didn't really plan accordingly. I was playing Tears of the Kingdom, which I'll get to in just a second. Um, I was playing Tears of the Kingdom from like probably like 30 minutes after I woke up today until like right before the showcase so like a solid best, like best. three and a half hours or something like Damn. that right and um so as i'm getting set up i'm like all right cool i can't wait i've never streamed a live reaction to a showcase or nothing like that presentation nothing so i was like awesome this is gonna be cool so i try to set it up real quick on on stream labs thought it was thought it was like shit boy and um so I'm I'm clicking all these like sources and stuff and it is just not working. At one point it's just uh it, it's so the desktop was being was being uh, uh shared on the stream so, and it's just a constant void of streamlabs and then streamlabs 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 just forever. Infinite mirror. The yeah. infinite mirror and I'm like what is happening right now? 
So eventually I was like, okay, this is what I have to do. And I had it set up on my screen fine, but the stream was still fucking up. So I restarted it several times. Uh, and by the way, if you ever want to see me dealing with that kind of shit, go ahead and check out our Twitch channel, Pixelate over on Twitch, uh, where we have Pixel Play, uh, where we play games. And uh, hopefully soon we'll have actual other streams where we're just talking about video games or reacting and stuff now that we kind of have a better idea on how to, uh, how to coordinate that. But anyways... Um, so that was really bad. Uh, eventually I just ended up putting it on the Xbox and using my capture card and just setting up like I was playing a game, but instead I was just watching the showcase there. Uh, it ended up turning around because then Jamal joined the discord and, uh, you know, then, uh, Starfield kind of fixed everything, but we'll get to that later. My good game was, uh, once again, the legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. Um, <laughs> three weeks running dude i there are still things that so and i posted a video last week um and i didn't want to spoil it for anybody that hadn't gotten to that part of the depths um but all i'll say is that i went into a sort of coliseum and i was terrified um then I went back on stream and I one-shotted this Coliseum and it was very satisfying and the reward is amazing. Um, and so that was that was awesome. Uh, and then on top of that, earlier today, this is a kind of a two-parter for, for the good game because it's both Tears of the Kingdom. Earlier today, as we said in the group chat earlier, um, I'm doing a Mech Assault mission. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So good. That's all I'll say though, because good. I don't want. I don't. I'm being very respectful, but I'm also being super disrespectful. Okay. The I'm, fact that I've been able to avoid spoilers for this game, like I've seen people build wild shit, but I haven't seen anything like story wise, or I've managed to keep the game safe. Mm -hmm. So this was because I, I just saw what adam saw last night so like it was just such a surprise to me it just out of nowhere out of fucking nowhere and like there's just so much to do in this game man it's so good it's so and i feel like i shouldn't have even been there this early but i i love it i love it man. so i think um it's crazy because you guys had like almost a week head start on the game like ahead of me right and I've been playing so much that I'm getting to shit. Another thing, I don't again, I don't want to spoil it, but I got to a very distant sky island, not gonna tell you where, and I fought an unbelie unbelievably intimidating boss. Um and I one shotted that, and it was crazy. And it's like I'm still just finding shit. I'm still just constantly finding shit. So that's so beautiful. You're way ahead of me. I know that for a fact. I'm just now hitting Zora Domain. That's just, insane. I'm not even there yet. I'm I've, on my way. I've had all four temples completed for like a week and uh, probably Which is ridiculous. Probably like a week I still only right did now. two. I'm trying to yeah, just like, I want to get all my. What? <laughs> Everyone just said something and stopped talking. <laughs> you said you want to get what? Micah. I want to get all my temple, like all my. A gang together, like so I can just start jumping 
motherfuckers. It is. Horrible. It's hilarious. Uh, so funny. So there's so funny. there's one small part in the clip that I made of the stream that I, that I did the last uh, Zelda stream, um, where in this coliseum fighting, blah blah blah. But as you're fighting, all of all four of the 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 like the the avatars, the sages, yeah, the avatars, the sage avatars, are just beaten on this motherfucker. <laughs> and it's happened several times where like you incapacitate them to however you do it and uh because there's there's two melees and then two uh long range distance, two long range, range yeah. yeah and so the two melees run up and they're just like non-stop just piercing and clubbing and Oh, it's just a beautiful fucking thing, dude. I love this game so much. It's such much. a cool little balance. Like, wow, I'm fighting with a squad. Like, by the way, and and sometimes they're not really that helpful, but the more you get, I assume, yeah. the more they do. You can dismiss them too. Did you know that? Oh yeah, no, I I dismiss them when I feel like I'm getting like crowded. I think they uh, uh I think they took some ideas from Age of Calamity cuz that vibe I got from Age of Calamity a while back. I was like, it'd be so cool if you could run around with an army and mm-hmm. regular Breath of the Wild. And right. uh, I think they, they definitely was like, this is a fun idea. Let's make this into Yeah, having game. having companions definitely. Obviously, their their abilities are important. Game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Their abilities are important to companions, but um, some more than others. Uh, Tulin is always around me. Yes, always. 100%. Yeah, always. The world go. Mm-hmm. The other one, man. So I, I still only have the Gorin. So. I will. I will say, okay. Well, you're kind of on pace to get all four. I will say well, one of them is kind of an outlier. But anyways, um, so yeah, Tears of the Kingdom still holding up. I know Micah was like, I'm not playing Tears again unless I beat Diablo four twice with two different characters, and I don't care. I'm like eighty okay. hours on each character. I, I mean, to be fair, there's a lot the of game good games not, coming no, it's out. It's a lot like, of good shit back, out, so it's hard yeah. to balance. I'm like, not gonna play. It's hard for me to balance. Right, I, I, wait, okay, all right. I, everyone's <laughs> talking over people. Okay, <laughs> Micah, what were you saying? Like, I, it's not that I don't want to play a game, and it's just like when I'm in the mood to play a game, I'm hopping on Diablo before Tears. But I was playing it today and yesterday. I, yeah, um, I saw you. It's on. Just not, I'm not gonna sit down and have like four hour play sessions. You know, I, I that's that's all going to Diablo now. If I want to play for like thirty minutes, that's what I'll play on you know, Zelda a little bit. I respect that. But I need. To, I understand. Need to I get it. I I totally get it. But like we've all been there with Breath of the Kingdom, where you get to that point <laughs> with, with what? With what? Breath, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, this is the, is this the name of their game? Come on. <laughs> this is how on, the trilogy Chris, ends. That drink hidden. Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Breath. There's so many games coming out that it's hard to balance because all I I'll, I really want to spend my time practicing at Street Fighters. Again, well, I, I also, games, but also told Adam like like the that was my most anticipated game of the year. Like I know Zelda, I was always looking forward to, but Diablo. I realized how much I love that game this year, and the fact that this new one is actually good and everyone likes it. I'm like. I had my month with tears. Now it's my month with Diablo. Feel like I'm getting to the point with tears where I'm scared to keep playing because I don't want to stop playing. You don't want it to end, right? I don't want it to end. <laughs> and luckily, like it, it lasts a long fucking time, and there's a lot of I think shit you to could do. Play that game for years. 
Oh, for sure. Probably. I'm not doing discover something new. But here's the thing. I'm not doing multiple playthroughs. Like, people have... Oh, no. Yeah, I can't. Which... And I'm I'm holding Not off. This, one. this game is way too big. Like Breath of the Wild, you could do because yes, it was big, Easily. but there wasn't a lot of things between. Like it's mainly just exploration, and those exploration activities can get repetitive, so you can easily just streamline it. This there's it's too many things to do to do multiple playthroughs. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, and I also don't want to do a lot of it again. I'm not gonna lie. Some mm-hmm. of it kind of was like, all right, there. Won't be trying to go back here and do this. Like. There are things that look cool that I can wear, but if they don't have an added ability that I can utilize, very rarely am I using it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's part of like me not wanting to get like, I don't have the drive to just be like, I live in this world. Like I'm, I'm so immersed. Like I'm immersed enough, right? I feel like I am Link when I'm playing, but I don't want to be like, yeah, Link's going to walk around in this and then he's going to change into this if he doesn't. No, like, yeah, it should be what you're doing. You should be immersed in what you're doing, like right. the activities itself, not just the world itself. So we could, what... we could, we could talk about this game for forever. We could be a, we can literally just have a. This could be a Tears of the Kingdom podcast. But how much we could talk about it? I, I, I don't know. I, you say you don't like the like lived in feeling, but I, I kind of enjoy. No, that's not what I said. Like I get Red Dead. Well, the. Um, version i mean like the only thing i like to it's not so i i don't i never said i didn't like the immersion what i'm saying is like i'm not walking around putting stuff on just because i'm like oh link would probably wear this like i'm putting clothes on i kind of do that that's what i'm saying right but that's that's i'm not i never said i wasn't i didn't like the total immersion it's just like the role-playing aspect of it like i'm not going to bed every night like some people do that it's so funny that you just said that because literally let yesterday I started going back to my house and I was, and after every quest and I was starting to think, you know what? After every play session, I think I'm going to bring Link back home. So it feels like I'm starting a new day. Like every time I hop back on. I, I literally had that, that thought yesterday. And now you're like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, it's kind of cool. No, yeah. Like, I hey, hate we'll that too. with you on that front because he does that. I'm more with Adam where I, I, I enjoy. That. I'll wear things. To fit in, but I'm not going back to the house. I I also wear things like that is aesthetically pleasing to the setting I'm in. But like when it comes to uh, each play session, I think from now on, I want to bring him back to his house. So like when I load up the game again, I'm like at home and I'm starting a new day, so to speak. And it's like, oh, what am I going to do today? And wait, wait, pause. Are we talking about playing games? Role playing, tears of the Role playing, yes. Listen, I just, I don't know if this is a spoiler, right? It is, but it's not like a huge spoiler and it's kind of something that I guess you would expect. You do get a new house. I just did that. Uh, I just spent some time. In Town. Yes. I got my house. So Jamal take his headphones off. Now that I have my <laughs> now that I have my fucking house. Here, Jamal, put your headphones back on because it's not like you, you you don't like it's not what you think. Alright. Yeah, it's, you just it, it we're is not gonna tell you now, how yeah. you do it, what you do. Like you're gonna find that out. Yeah, right? like there's a process, but you do uh, get but, a house. And now that I have my house, 
I'm going it's, back and I'm sun and done. Home. I'm sleeping at my at my house. There's a shrine right next yeah, to yeah. it. Go right there. Yeah. Get my I did weapons it in Breath of the Wild as well. Yeah, man. I, I the game I is back the game is as fun as you make it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I love that shit. All right, I would I do feel, that. I feel like I feel like we've we've gotten to the point where we think that we we have differing opinions in all of these immersive factors. I was just it's a saying, spectrum. Yeah, we immerse I, ourselves. I was just saying that, like, I'm not walking through Gerudo Town and wearing like I have to wear this white outfit because I think it looks cool. I'm wearing the stuff that like helps with heat resistance if if necessary. And I th we're all gonna do that, but I'll keep it on unless like I want to glide somewhere and I'll put on the glide outfit. Blah blah blah. Right. And so, anyways, with Tari Town uh with again i'm gonna try to keep this as unspoilery. by the way that was a spoiler even though i already was spoiled by twitter but yeah what was the outfit that you said oh well yeah, yeah i mean whatever okay <laughs> oh, the, the, the gliding outfit yeah yes it's... oh you don't have that no catch up Hey Jamal, all I'll say is just go to the it's fire. Just go it's to the fire. go to the tallest sky islands you see and figure it out. Okay. The game is so uh, good. All right. We're, not, we're, not, we're gonna be talking uh, about it for months. When I say tallest, I'm not. I'm talking the ones that go like that, and I'm not talking the ones that are already up here. I'm talking like, right. Okay. There you go. All gotcha. right. Hey, there's like kind of a spoiler, but not really. Okay. So, anyways, with Tari Town, I like to do that stuff too. I like to fucking display stuff, and I did that and. Basically, what I did, for example, is I I'm late. I made the Blades of Chaos, and I had them displayed in my house. So, <laughs> if you don't think I like getting immersed at all, then you're poorly mistaken. When it comes to outfits, taking the time to be like, oh, fuck, I need to wear these pants right now because they look cool. Like, okay, that's a little aggressive. I want to get to the next Great Fairy. All right? I want to get to the next. I'm like that. I want to get to the next. I know you are. You already said that. Oh, I'm, I'm changing my outfits every day. All right, I feel yeah. like I feel like we're just kind of keep on going in circles, but it is what it is. No, don't put me in an RPG with hella fits. You will see me in a different fit. As I, I I haven't loved a game the way I love Tears of the Kingdom since I finished Breath of the Wild. Uh, that shit is captivating. And before us, that, honestly. probably I want to say I haven't loved a game. I mean, I, trust me, I loved God of War, both of them. Right? Uh, I loved Halo Infinite story. Uh, the campaign, a lot of it. Uh, I love Gears Five. I love all the games that I that I frequent. But good golly, goddamn, do I fucking <laughs> just adore Tears of the Kingdom to like an, another level. Um, and I so good, I feel God. like I yeah. speak for all of us here. And Micah loves Diablo Four, but there's a like, he loves the Zelda games, you know, wholeheartedly. So. Uh yeah, that was a good game, bad game. Went on for a little bit. Haven't Jeez, seen... we're still on this. I was gone we got to get to the next minutes. topic. So, uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on. This is this is kind of a rarity for this podcast. We don't really do like news. We don't really do like politics, like religion, nothing like in that realm, right? But I feel uh, I, I'm bringing this to, this to the table because I feel like it's necessary to just talk about like the repercussions of this whole event. Um, and so basically, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Activision and the the uh, uh, associated streamers on Twitter, uh, that whole controversy that's going on right now. And maybe by the time the episode's released, 
Uh, it might be a little bit of old news, but I, I, I sincerely feel like it's going to carry over for a while. Um, and uh, so basically, what had happened was um, Activision has removed uh, Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman uh, from Call of Duty. So they had their own um, operators, uh, like their op operator skins like in the game, and both of them have been removed. Why, you may ask? Well, it stems from, there's a tweet uh, that Nick Merck sent out uh, in response to a, uh, an LGBT um, or anti-LGBT protesters um, kind of like going head-to-head -head with pro-LGBT demonstrators uh, outside of a, a school board meeting in Glendale, California. Um, and basically, the, the school board was voting to recognize June as Pride Month uh, within the school system there. Um, and someone else quote, quote tweeted it. And uh, so so Nick Merckx, who I don't really follow. I don't really follow streamers that much. Like, I know who some of them are. Um, but this guy, he has a, he has a very large following uh, online. Um, and in response... His uh, his tweet was, they should leave little children alone. That's the real issue. Um, and despite all of us probably having some sort of opinion on that actual quote, um, on that tweet itself, we're going to try to leave all of our opinions out of it as much as possible. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is um, Activision, in response to that, removing him uh, from the game Call of Duty uh, in Warzone, uh, and then mm -hmm. following that, Tim the Tatman, who is another pretty big name on the internet, uh, he requested that Call of Duty remove him from the game as well because he's a fan or a, or a friend rather of Nick Merckx, um, and he supports him. And uh, he said he was unfairly removed from the game, and all those streamers play Warzone and. So now there's a big controversy on top of that. Dr. Disrespect has uninstalled, apparently, Call of Duty, and he's kind of boycotting the game uh, in response to them removing uh, people for kind of just expressing uh, their political freedoms, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so on Twitter, if you, you know, just search it up, there, there's, a, there's an ongoing debate on... Who's in the wrong here? Is it Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, you know, all these associated streamers? Uh, or is it Activision? Uh, is, is it the LGBT community? Like, there's so many people pointing fingers. Um, and so it, it's, it's what's going to, what's happening right now is that people are calling out these streamers leaving Call of Duty for this, but not you know, being upset with Activision when, and I, I'm, I, I think it's still ongoing, but Activision, uh, uh, their, their workplaces, uh, being accused of very toxic, uh, work environments, um, you know, uh, sexual, sure. sexual abuse and assaults, uh, being reported within the company. Um, but and sure. apparently nobody, you know, backed out of Call of Duty and Activision supporting them during all that. But all of a sudden, as soon as this pops up, you know, now they're they're up in arms. So people are being called bigots left and right. People are being called, uh, you know, uh, child molesters left and right. It's it's crazy, and it's just it's it's what you'd expect from 2023 United States of America 
politics, Twitter, just how just everybody's throwing rocks and we all live in the same glass house. Um, there was a lot in that that you just said. Yes. There was a lot that to go over. Um, Jesus Christ, it's going from the start to finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, obvious, you're, when you made the, the statement like, you know, who who's in the wrong obviously both parties are slightly in the wrong here right um i don't think there is a right side fully any in either of these um don't find nick Merck's like comment very smart um and i definitely don't think uh what activision is doing is good business wise um but i don't know if it if it's fair to start taking people out of their contracts and agreements over things outside of the game. Um, I guess it, they're, they're, it's their game, so they're at liberty to do whatever they please, right? But so are the streamers that choose to, like, boycott, right? Um, so, like, if they don't agree with what Nick Merckx is saying, well, then all the streamers that agree with Nick Merckx are allowed to also leave the platform and not, you know, platform Call of Duty and Activision going further. Um, and streamers in general are becoming much more, they're kind of fed up with corporations. They're definitely getting more fed up with, uh, like 50, 50 splits on Twitch. Um, they want to go to kick where it's like a 70, 30 split with money wise. Um, they're, they're more aggressive with their sponsorships. If you're not paying, if they're not getting what their worth is, you know, they're just not taking shit. And a lot of that culture is starting to reflect even in stuff like this, I guess, where you've got people like Tim the Tapman and Dr. Disrespect being like, fuck you guys. If, you know, if you guys don't want to platform my friend who's also a streamer, then I'm not going to platform your game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tough to talk about because it's a, it's a politically motivated situation, but it's also, it, it's more than just what the political is. It's about streaming. It's about creators, free speech. It's also about the LGBTQ and it's about protecting, you know, what people care about in terms of like their rights and their civil rights. Um, no one should be attacked for who they love and care about. Right. So uh, it's just, it's a very rough situation, but I don't think um, e-platforming and removing people does anything. I don't think that, I don't think that uh, helps the situation at all. I, in fact, as we see with the streamers here, it, it just adds fuel to the fire and makes the conversation even more heated and expand. And with the stuff with Activision literally having a dark past, um, not to say that like someone who's done something bad can't have a good point, right? But they're hypocrites in some ways. You know, you guys have a very controversial history with who you've worked with and who you plat uh, not platform who you hire and have in your workspace and then you want to be activists later on it's like you know it's a it's a complicated situation mm. um i'd like to follow up on that uh michael you're absolutely right this whole situation is very complicated just from the onset but the, w- the way i see it is like businesses don't really have souls right the only thing that matters is the bottom line and when we talk about June being Pride Month, right, and those uh, those comments that he made were specifically related to Pride Month uh, just as a whole, 
and Activision, Call of Duty, Xbox, PlayStation, these corporations are making sure to flex inclusivity, especially this month. So it it's not out of the realm of possibility that they're going to see this comment and think, okay, well, this is the type of publicity that we absolutely do not want, especially not now. So they're going to remove him from the game just because they don't want to deal with whatever backlash could come from it, which is, which is the smart thing to do because that that's without even making a statement or saying, Oh, you know, we disagree. They don't even have to do that. They just have to get him out of there just because we don't want to hear it. We don't want to have to hear about this issue past this like let's just you know it's it's easy to cut ties with there's always a thousand there's a million streamers sure not all of them have that level of clout or whatever but call of duty games come out every fucking year they can they can cut this man off for for this for this moment for this situation and they'll be fucking fine nick Merckx will be fine whatever whatever uh what's the word Whatever consequences come from what he said is going to be dealt with on his channel and on his platform. Activision wants no parts. Xbox wants no parts. It's just not worth the 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 collective drama. And we want our bottom line to maintain, you know, what we're maintaining. And fuck fuck your operator skin because it's really not that serious. No, like grand scheme, they don't care. Bro, the next Call of Duty come the next Call of Duty game is coming out in four months, like clockwork, like it always does. So the machine is gonna kick whatever cogs don't don't fit the the message. That's all. That's all it is. And Tim the Tap Man, I mean, hey, I I, I respect your solidarity for your friend, and you want to uh, take your shit out of the game too. By all means, do what you need to do. Just remember that corporations are going to do what they need to do to keep the optics and keep everything online. Keep the money flowing. Yeah, and keep the money flowing. So if you're not agreeing with that, if you whatever your fucking comments are, hey, you people just got to learn time and place, time and place. And with Twitter, all of that shit is gone. I get that, like, with the platform. And when you get big enough, eventually you like get a little, a little bit of an ego. So like you feel like you're invincible and you can say whatever you want. But at the end of the day, just like actors, just like TV show hosts, just like athletes, everyone that's platformed, you have a responsibility to watch your fucking words. And when you step out of line, especially when you have contracts, sponsorships, and deals with Call of Duty, there's money on the table. LGBTQ man. gun skins emblems flags all over their game uh what do you expect really i i just don't and then i mean maybe he did expect something like this to happen and he just didn't give a shit but at the end of the day if there are people crying for him on his side it's like what are you crying for it's it's he doesn't know who you are he doesn't know who you are at the end of the day and not even that, just that, that but it's like also, there, it's there's like, contracts he obviously there's money. Is making a choice to stand up let him make that choice let yeah. him let him stand, stand on, on his, his fucking stand on horse. your shit. Yeah, and, and if he if he gets deplatformed for it, there you go. There's your fucking martyr hero, right? But at the end of the day, we're not we're not going to sit here and back him just because 
Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I agree with them taking him out of the game, but what did you expect? It's what the world we live in, you know? You can't say stuff sometimes, especially when you have a million subscribers. Like, come on. And some of those subscribers are, are part of that same community. Exactly. Time exactly. and place. It. That's all. That's all it is. And, it's and people have lost that you know, nuance. Like, I can't imagine us saying something... I can't imagine us or even just me saying something that like would take out a whole demographic of my viewers and be like, fuck you guys. Basically you guys are ruining shit, ruining society. It's like, how much of a fucking loser are you to say something like that? I know he said no opinions, but (laughs) fuck that guy, man. I mean, here's the thing, right? It's not even that like, I necessarily think it's not even that I necessarily think what he said is crazy. It's just kind of like, what do you expect? So like he, I mean, I, I, you gotta only, be dumb. The only thing I'll say is I'm, I, I, I agree with you that like, it's probably, it's not the best way to go about it in this situation from Activision. What's the best way? Who knows? Um, but what I'm going to say is that like, I'm glad that cause streamers feel like they're on top of the fucking world. Like, yeah, we have a Twitch stream, right? But we're not like streamers, right? We're, this isn't, no. that's not like our main source of income. That's not how we made our fame. Like we're not famous. That's, that's just, that's not our, what we do. Right. The streamers as a whole, I feel have just gotten so fucking out of hand collectively. And this isn't just Nick Merckx. I'm saying They're collectively. The rock star. Right. Some people say that, is, that's a whole other topic. Right. But I'm glad that like someone who apparently might not be the the smartest guy in the world shocker uh is getting is getting humbled to to a major degree and now people are going to take stances i get it it's it's the way of the world especially nowadays but like i love when and hey i'm going to call him a piece of shit just to just to kind of you can you can figure out where i stand in this whole thing i'm not going to outright say it but this piece of shit has got what's coming to him and I'm glad that people are like, oh, I'm boycotting. Okay, well then fucking go play another game. Nobody gives a fuck. Fuck you guys. Yeah. You guys are all fucking bastards. Easy. All right? Easy. The gaming community, the gaming community your, your whole- is so vast and so amazing. And people really just got to... Why, why are we excommunicating? Why are we alienating people? Why are we saying stupid stuff? bro? We are all here to just enjoy the same shit. Yeah. There's more so, shit to worry like about. Xbox showcase. Yeah, I'm yeah. off this. Let, yeah. let, let's move on. Uh, at the end of the discussion, Pixelate hates everyone. <laughs> Hold on. Right. Hold that. Fuck thought. all y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, we hate everyone equally. That's equally, what Chris said, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Especially streamers, though. And Activision. Pausing the game for a quick second. We hope you're enjoying Pixelate so far. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're hearing or watching this. Check out the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixelate underscore. You can find the link tree in the description below for links to all of our stuff. And of course, share the show with friends and family alike. All right, back to the show. All right, so first we're going to we're gonna kind of briefly cover the uh, Summer Game Fest, Jeff Keighley's baby. Um, Jeff Keighley's a... never mind. <laughs> good or bad? He's interesting. I like him. I like, I him. like him. But some some of the ways that he presents certain things, and we'll get into it, 
it's, it's just a little. Are you talking about how he how he how he baits people? Yes. I mean, he does it on. He's a gamer, I think bro. He's corny, but yes, I like him. But <laughs> yeah. I think he's corny. See, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it. I don't want to call him corny because corny is such a. I insult. would call him corny. If, I don't think. I don't say it's an insult. I mean, he's just corny. Cheesy. What he does, yeah, cheesy. Okay, okay. It's but cheesy. here's the deal. He's always been like this, though. He used to be and, worse. Like he used to be. Listen, like, I love the enthusiasm. Right. I love the enthusiasm. Sell me on this game before the trailer pops up, and then I'm disappointed. But whatever. Do you, do you guys I, like? I feel like people forget how long Jeff Keeley's been in the game. Like oh, years, pun intended. Like he's been around, bro, and he's seen the world around him change. And some people in the industry haven't, uh, and they haven't been as prominent as he has because he's a, he's adapted. And, I have a lot of respect for the man. Don't don't get me it, wrong. And if he has to be cheesy and corny or whatever to get people to watch the product and to get their attention, he's gonna do it because he knows his fucking business. He knows, his and place. it's gonna work, and it's, it's gonna, gonna work, work too. And he's done a great job. So I don't think he's corny. I because I I've I know him from like when he was talking about video games back in like 2004 and shit. Wasn't he on a G4? He would make he would make appearances, but he wasn't like a mainstay because he was mm-hmm. he was all around the industry uh, doing uh, game journalism and uh, E3 coverage and all that stuff. Um, but anyways, Jeff Keeley, get into it. Yeah, man. Jeff Keeley, thank you for 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 doing this yet again. You're the man. Thank you. You're, thank you. You may be corny to some. I I like you. <laughs> um, but uh, first thing we're going to start off with is the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth uh, trailer. Does anyone have any thoughts, reactions? You're the Final Fantasy guy, man. I'm 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 trying to hear what you guys. Right. It looks it looks beautiful. Um, <laughs> okay, it looks good. No, the only thing, <laughs> you know, I, well, I was trying to gather my thoughts. Dang, dog, I don't, like give me some I'm, time. <laughs> you've had plenty of time to collect your thoughts. You didn't say one word during the last topic. You guys were rapping. Right. Uh, you already know I don't like to interrupt people. You were suspiciously yes, you, quiet. You interrupted Micah three <laughs> times, and Micah interrupts me. All the time. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> interrupt, man. Why are you calling me out? I didn't do it. Because it was me and you that was the topic. I would have said Adam, but he didn't mention himself. So, um, anyways, I'm like, I didn't finish. like like we're talking about Jeff Keighley talking about you know he'll like to bait people. I didn't like how he bait like the long rumored game. I'm like, this wasn't a was it really rumored? <laughs> didn't we're talking about know, Final Fantasy? I, I know. Okay. Yes, and he said that before the Final Fantasy trailer showed. Oh, up. I thought okay, all right. I, oh I yeah, like long else. rumored. No, we knew this shit was coming <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. for years. <laughs> well, I think I think what the, I think what the rumors are, and yeah, he might have like misplaced what he was saying, but the rumors are like, are they going to stick to the original story? Or are they going to like stray away? Um, okay, and I think that's what the rumors were were referring to. Um, there. They're kind of obviously going to do a new story. It's it's not brand new. Uh, you're revisiting the like same locations. Uh, you're the following... sense that the first game was new. It was like a remake rather than it a It branches off. Yeah, no, and that's what it is. They never lied about that, I guess, technically. They said it was a remake. Um, which, if they if it was Final, Final Fantasy VII Reboot, a lot of people would have been turned off from the jump. Um, oh yeah, people hate later. that reboot. Uh, Earth die again. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll I'll all I'll say is this: um, I I like um, 
that they're not straying too far from the material, the, 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 the source material. Uh, but I'm also very nervous because we know who is in charge of the story. Um, and if you guys don't, Kingdom Hearts. Tatsuya? Yes. Nomura? Yes. Um, and he was in charge of the first, he was in charge of, of the, uh, the first, I guess, game, if you want to call it that. Um, With the power and, of love, Sephiroth can be our friend. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of the gameplay, it looked really fucking just crisp. Uh, it looked smooth as the, the, the first game was, um, I got really pumped when you see Genova. If you don't know who that is, then just fucking, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you go to Cosmo Canyon, you go to, uh, the Chocobo farm. I imagine that you're going to see the giant snake, which is going to be fucking terrifying. Uh, you get to play as cloud with Sephiroth back in the day before he, uh, fucking found out the origin of of uh, Genova and who he was and all that, and uh, the fact that it's going to be on two discs next year. Uh, I'm I don't know what that means. Um, is it because like the first game, like the original game, was on three discs and they're kind of like hitting that nostalgia factor? Oh, I have to put disc two in, ha ha ha. Or is it because this portion of the story is that fucking big is this a 70 dollar game i be- sure. i believe so yeah for sure so it might be like cyberpunk uh the physical cyberpunk is two discs uh uh and i don't know if it's because the game is so big or if it's because it just can't all be processed on one disc which is probably more likely and we'll, yeah. we might even see this more often well because if forward. you guys if you guys uh, games are becoming Yes, absolutely. If you guys remember how fucking just detailed Final Fantasy VII Remake was, if they're putting that amount of detail into this more open, massive environment that you get to traverse with not only yourself, but you have the entire crew minus uh, Vincent, Red 13 as of... Or not Red 13, uh, uh, Kate Sith as of now, and Sid... And like, and all of them are simultaneously traveling this massive fucking world at the same time. Like, I understand. Oh, now we're at the meat of seven too. We're like at the the real meaty part. Well, of we're Final we're, Fantasy get, we're getting into uh, we're getting into late disc one, early disc two territory uh, in the original story. Um, and if you, you guys think? if you guys saw it, obviously it's Cloud Aerith. Barrett, Tifa, Red 13, right? So we have five out of the eight. And obviously you can only have three fighting uh, simultaneously in any battle. But if you noticed in the gameplay uh, trailer, uh, there was one part where Aerith was circling the battlefield, just walking around waiting for her to get put into the battle. So uh, what it's looking like is you can plug in, uh, you know, you can take out Barrett and Tifa. You can plug in Yuffie, and an Aerith or, you know, whoever. Yeah. 16 too. Right. Exactly. So, um, if, if that's the case, then I'm pumped for it because that, that it, it modernizes what the original game did. Um, and (laughs) I'm pumped for it. Hopefully by, I, by then I will have a PS5. I'm, I'm just going to say that now because I want to play final fantasy 16 and then seven rebirth. And it's going to be an exclusive. Yes. Of course. 
because they don't fucking like us. Yes, get a PlayStation. Listen, man, I I always believe in Square Enix. They they've been modernizing this uh, action RPG uh, genre for years, and they just get better every year. So I'm I'm excited to. There see are some slumps happening. here and there. Um, they missed with the Marvel game. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, yeah, but that was that's different. That that's different. Yeah, that is Marvel. Marvel tried to put their stamp and try to Final get Fantasy games. Um, it's possible, but. In, in the in the main the mainline games are not live service games yeah um, like they're they are complete money money hungry greedy punishing to those who are are, are loyal to the game uh, that's not what Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy is Square Enix's baby above all else like even Dragon yeah. Quest even um, its live service game is a good one 14. And, and, uh, no, well, and they, like, fortune that's, has come a long way. We, do we call MMOs live service? Like, <laughs> I mean, by definition, they might as well. They, I guess, I mean, you can, but it's not like it's also it's live service. Like, like by definition, that game, yeah, could be shitty. Like that game could be super scummy, and it's not. And it well, was no, at, it was at, at first. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but they worked. Like this is a this is a a developer with pride. A developer that understands what gamers want. So Square Enix, yeah. for as long as they take in between entries, I never assume that they're going to come out bad quality. Their specialty and, is RPGs. Uh, uh, yeah, you know JRPGs, not um, Americanized looter live service games. Yeah, they're not. That's not their bag. At least they're, not right now. Yeah. What Final else? Was, Fantasy. Uh... So next, uh, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown coming. How do we year. feel about Ooh. how do we feel about a a two D Prince of Persia game? Because the one I'm thing I wanted to say was, I they couldn't do three D because Assassin's Creed has already kind of taken that that ball and ran with it. Mm. So no, I'm with a, re- a reinvention. I feel like it's going to be not. Uh, I like a good two D platformer. A I good 2D it. action platformer. Yeah. I'm I'm getting action RPG fatigue, and I think we discussed this a while ago. Mm-hmm. So I think Prince of Persia is going to be a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah, with I do uh, have mixed feelings about their art style, though. I don't hate that it's a 2D, but the art style kind of like, eh, I kind of like the more realistic approach with Prince of Persia. Could have felt more serious. Now it doesn't feel as serious. I feel as past I just hope it's on, did. on Switch. I think it is. I think it is. It's not exclusive. Yeah, it, it is on. It is on Switch, PlayStation that's Five, only PS4, way... Xbox. Oh yeah, Switch, PC. The only way I finish those types of games is on Switch now. Like big games are for when I sit down on my Xbox. Little games mm-hmm. like side scrollers, that's my Switch games. Did so, you play Hades on Switch? Which is how it should be. That's the way the market's moving. Did you play Hades on Switch? I did. Uh, that was my preferred one. I'm not too pumped about Prince of Persia. Granted, I've never been a huge fan of the franchise, but after the last Prince of Persia game, like before this one, where it was like cell shaded and it had uh, like more cartoony graphics, where you teamed up with it wasn't Prince of Persia three. Uh, it was okay. like the reboot where you had like the the girl like companion. I can't remember her name at all. Um. And whatever. And so that was kind of like some people liked it. Nobody loved it, though. Uh, I thought that they might have gone back uh, with um, the more realistic style. But hey, 
maybe it'll be good. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be too big of a game, so that might be uh, in their favor. But, uh, you know, Prince of Persia. All right, cool. Uh, next, Mortal Kombat 1 uh, gave us a gameplay trailer. It looked really, really look good. Return I can see why form. it's so mad. I can see why it takes up so many gigs. Because there's definitely more. It it's definitely it's like it's at least a hundred. I know that I don't remember how much exactly. Somewhere between hundred. For a fighting game, that's absurd. <laughs> I know, right? But you know, <laughs> you know the story. Like the the story mode in that game is going to be fan fucking tastic. It could did also guys, be. Did you guys see the Ed Boon uh, interview? Like how good their textures are could be why it's so big. Oh, those fat- really fatalities good, are going to uh, look really... They're, they're like uncanny valley to the max. Mm-hmm. But it's, even the stages themselves have a lot of details. Like, yeah. keep your eye out. And it was like they this do, one forcey stage. I'm like, this is great extremely job, detail. They, they, they've had like dynamic uh, stages for a long time now. Uh, but this game looks like it's going to push it to the next level. Um, and we thought that that was the case with Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> no. This game is going to be unbelievably good looking. Uh, just visually. Uh, with all the things going on. But on top of that, uh, for fans of the original games, uh, you know, 1 through 3, and then you know they started delving into the more 3D realm. But uh, it's, it's, it's basically... If we want to call it a reboot of the franchise, we'll call it, it that. Is. Right, because like it, they're calling it Mortal Kombat One. Like they're going back to before Scorpion and Sub Zero uh, were were enemies. Uh, like they're going back to when Raiden wasn't even a god yet. Um, and, oh wow! Yeah, it's actually a it's actually a retelling. So Ed Boon was on stage and he was saying how it, it, they're kind of. They're taking the same characters and just reimagining them. So, like in it's like Mortal a, Kombat it's a One, new universe or new timeline, in a sense basically, like that. exactly. Think Universe Two. So, Scorpion and Sub Zero are actually brothers in MK One. So, you know, there's just little things like that that are gonna it, it's gonna freshen up the series already from a gameplay perspective with the little assist cameo characters and things like that, but also from a story perspective. And MK's story is pretty. Uh, like it's it's easy to follow and it's interesting enough to you know more than most fighting it. games. Yeah, it's it's like worth going through. So when I think of early MK story, I always think of the movie though. Like that's where my brain goes. That's you. Yeah. You should you should watch like a, just a YouTube recap of like the game storyline because the movies are fucking dog shit garbage. I, I, I like the movie. I like the first movie. The first I one is all it's right. Funny. It's okay. Yeah, but what was it? Mortal Kombat Annihilation or something like that? Ugh. I can't remember. Oh, is that the, the most recent one? No, that no, that no. one was bad too. That one was on HBO. But Annihilation was like the one that came. It was this direct sequel to the to that first one that you're thinking of. And uh, Shao Kahn was was introduced, uh, and they had. Uh, they had reptile was literally like a fucking like uh camouflaged like chameleon but would kill people <laughs> dude it was the cgi was absolutely awful i love when the acting was awful the chore- up, choreography was awful it was awful uh so definitely don't ever think about that the movie franchise ever again even this new one 
with fucking what's his name something Cole or whatever. Ugh. So they the way they fucking just disgraced Goro in the most recent movie. Fuck you. Absolutely. Yeah, can we make more of those? Can we get Chris Pratt, Johnny Cage? <laughs> yeah. No, the Miz. The Miz has been the trained Miz. to be Johnny Cage his entire life, and he doesn't. That's that's yeah. I would love to see that. Next, um, what what do we got? Next, we got Fortnite Wilds. Uh, they revealed a Transformers crossover. Um, don't don't care. Oh, this new season. Just infinity stones of fucking crossovers, man. Fortnite Fortnite will never die. I hate it. That's all I. That's all I have. Yeah, for that. no. I don't have anything else. Fortnite has become a... (laughs) It's like they defined a genre now. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) I don't don't give a fuck. All right. um, Sonic Superstars, uh, the new 2D... 2D... 2D slash 3D Sonic game. Um, That game is looking great. When I saw it, I was like, cool, I'm glad they're doing this. But I also felt bad because that's what sonic should have been uh i know they i hey i understand early 2000s you want to make a fucking 3d adventure game with sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 battle all that stuff and then they just kept on fucking making those but there also should have been this game back then fuck sonic heroes i still stand by that Fuck Sonic Heroes. I don't understand why you hate Sonic Heroes. Because now now we're talking crazy, right? No, no, we're not. There's so many bad Sonic games. There's so many shitty, garbage, trash Sonic games out there. Sonic Heroes is not one of those games. Sonic Heroes is at least a 7 out of 10. Shadow, what the fuck are you talking about? You're a beta male, Sonic. Even even if you play it now, I'm All so it serious. But anyway, so Sonic Superstars, right? We've got it. it it's very reminiscent of a Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii. U. It's new Super Mario's. Literally, yes. it's Super literally Mario Bros. Yes. Sonic, and that's and, all it needs to fucking be. And by the way, we're playing. If it has an online mode, we're playing. I, I yes, I'm, I'm down. We're playing. Me and Jamal okay. were talking about this earlier. Like you guys looked at me like I'm crazy, but. No, you no, know no, that needs to happen. That's not what listen, we really need. Listen, because this game doesn't look shitty, it's already in the upper echelon of Sonic games. Period. Before before it even releases, and like I said, me and Jamal were talking about this earlier. Like when it comes to Sonic regaining its glory, sometimes back to basics is just best. When you look at Sonic Generations, Sonic Generations is one of the best Sonic games to come out in the last ten years. And it's it's because they yeah they cherry picked levels and shit, but it felt like classic Sonic. It gave you that feeling of okay, you know the the speed, the level design, the the charm. It has all of that, and Sonic Superstars looks like it's going to have all of that plus more. My so. thing, I like this because they're now focusing more. Like Sonic's meant to go fast. Sonic should not be worried about exploring. If you want to explore, explore different routes you can take. But that's something that comes naturally when you want to play a Sonic game. So I'm glad they are going back to basics. I kind of don't like how they're going back to more of a classic Sonic. They could keep the classic Sonic mechanics, but don't necessarily have to go back to the classic Sonic design. I personally like modern Sonic's design. But I mean, hey, if that's what you need to. And as Wolfe was telling me, you know, when we were talking earlier, it's because games like Sonic Origin, Sonic Mania, we know when they're going back to, you know, basic Sonic, it works. So that's why 
they're and most they likely sell. sticking to this yes classic sonic design i do I, think the game's going to be great though i think that appeals to me way more than the sonic frontiers oh like, for sure no i oh, knew sonic frontiers was gonna be, i didn't even bother as soon as i saw like a trailer for sonic frontiers i ignored the game completely yep but you bought it oh Sonic for sorry i'm thinking about sonic forces oh. Sonic frontiers had moments where it worked. The cyber levels are great, but they're way too short because they want to focus more on the 3D adventure designs. And it's fun to go fast, but it also gets repetitive. And there's moments in the open world well, that's where what I'm saying. focus on going, you know, that linear fast Sonic route, but it's few and far between. So a structured 2D Sonic is always going to surpass a 3D open world Sonic game. Yes. It's just yes. always gonna be that way. I think they just need, when it comes to the 3D games, they need like a complete overhaul. Like, just fundamentally, a they better really fucking need... team, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, it needs to stick to a Sonic Generations like design if you're going to go 3D. It doesn't have to be an open world adventure game. And it shouldn't because Sonic that's not where Sonic is best at. Exactly. It's better on rails. Keep it linear, keep it fast, just keep options, you know, from getting from point A to point B. That's really all you need for a Sonic game. You can add just, different, slightly mechanics, like how colors and this game adds into it. But yeah, they really did want that Breath of the Wild back. But it doesn't work for Sonic. It, it just doesn't work. Just fundamentally, Sonic is a, a lot of games a not, to B. Not to blame them either. A lot of games want that Breath of the Wild back. But Sonic had no business doing that. No, it really it would have to be a spinoff. Like put Amy Rose in an open world. Well, maybe, no. maybe we you got can, something. You can put Knuckles and have him search for chaos <laughs> animals. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, but Sonic levels should be, you know. Speaking so. of horror games, Alan Wake Two. Who said anything about that? Speaking of horror yeah. games, he just hates Sonic. Um, eh. Alan Wake Two looks good, right? And isn't Thank this you. game supposed to be digitally only? Uh. uh I did not see I that. I heard. I saw some. I know. I saw some comment about t- on Twitter saying how Alan Wake Two and some other game was supposed to be digital, a digital only game. Is that a not problem? No, not at all. I was just you know confirming in this case. Name, people, I knew that for a fact. People out there that are probably excited for it, but, but yeah, I that's um, not my thing. I I I never played Alan Wake the first one. I saw a lot of gameplay of it, um, and it was like it was like. Mediocre for the most part. Kind of cool concept with the flashlight at that point in time. Like nobody really utilized the flashlight that much. Uh, even even horror games didn't really do it all that often. Um, like as a main core mechanic. Uh, but they're bringing that mechanic back. They're they're expanding on it. Um, and uh, it you know it, it looks good. <laughs> you know, but uh, but how well my storytelling has to be. Finally, I'm waiting on Silent Hill. Yeah, I think that'll 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 be the Silent Hill like holdover until we get a new one of those. Um, right. So uh, there's another like a dragon game because uh, they're not calling them Yakuza games anymore, I guess. Uh, but they're all Yakuza. Not a DLC. Are you sure it's a new game? Like a Dragon Gaiden. Are you not sure it's a DLC? No, it's a spinoff in the it's yeah. a spinoff game, but it's it is its own game though. Yep. Listen, Yakuza has okay. just they just keep coming back. They yeah, like they show like two back. the it's fact like two games recently announced. Yeah, crazy. the fact that this one was was announced uh, at Summer Game Fest, and then the next one it was like Infinite Finance or whatever. <laughs> that is not correct. 
or, uh, in the Xbox showcase. How many, how many fucking like a dragon games can we make? I first of all, also I counted as an anime. You made game. a lot of Yakuza. I counted as an anime game, Jamal, because it's literally just an anime now. <laughs> that and that adds to the list of what we talked about on stream, and we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, right, cool, cool. Star Trek Next. Infinite was announced. I don't. I don't know what that is. Yeah, neither do I. Um, don't care. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. That looked. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's just another fucking like zombie we'll like. But this, but this one has copyrighted music in it. Good job. Um, the next one. Uh, it's also a Dragon Ball game, but it's just yeah, not. Sa- so. sa- Sandland. Uh, oh, okay. So here, here is where my Jeff, my Jeff shit, uh, comes into play. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm so honored to be able to preview this game and blah 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 yeah. blah. Now here, I, he was talking about oh, from a legendary uh, anime, whatever, whatever. As soon as I saw the art style, Akira Toriyama's art style is so immediately recognizable. Here mm. I am thinking we're getting Budokai Tenkaichi 4 news, and it's some stranger, and I'm like, oh, I automatically don't give a fuck, because it's not Dragon <laughs> Quest either. So, Sandland? Oh, it's not even Dragon? No. no it's, 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 it's a, a brand, brand new thing. IP. I am not... But it's, it's his Let art. Let me not say I'm not impressed. Yes, I was disappointed because it art. wasn't what I That's kind of cool. It but looks, I think it's cool. It looks like Mad Max and Dragon Ball mixed together. Yeah. Like, literally just that could be cool. tip to tip, and what's in the middle is Sandland. <laughs> it could I'm, be. I'm actually more exploring video game arts more, because he does a really good job with Dragon Quest, and I think he, he has the earned the right to try new oh, things. Oh, of course. He sure has. For he sure. He sure has. But me, personally, you, you, you know why I'm here. I'm here for Budokai. We know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Respectfully. Um, I'm not going to say it's mid, though. I don't know. I don't it's like it's, it's, it's going to have its audience, for sure. Uh, it, it was just like, alright, well... How how creative is is Toriyama getting these days? Because he's from there. There's probably going to be some creative stuff in this game, I'm sure, right? But at the same time, it looks like Dragon Ball. It has Mad Max uh, Fury Roads uh, landscape, and it it probably has Dragon Quest uh, combat. So it's like it's not groundbreaking by any means. It's just another like, all right, Toriyama made this. <laughs> and that's that. That's right. pretty much what it is. All right, Wope's gone, so you don't have to hear him anymore, I guess. Um, <laughs> next game on the list of Summer Game Fest is Pal World. Uh, you know, how many designs I saw, and I just recognized a Pokemon that is based off of. Yep. I'm like, y'all, y'all have no shame whatsoever. I, d- I don't want to give this game much no- notoriety. Uh, I it. It is such a blatant... I can't believe they showed this off. It's such a blatant ripoff. And they even... Jeff Keighley even said, it's like Pokemon, but with guns. I'm like, all right, well... Already- oh, is this the one where you just kill Pokemon? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I want it. I, I, I want it. I so do not. I don't just because of how you know, similar the, the, the only The only reason... I would ever consider playing that game is to play it on stream multiplayer because there is multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's the only, I'm not interested in the game whatsoever more than that. 
is more just for entertainment. I think it'll a be business and entertainment and hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, Power World, whatever. They know um, what they're doing. With of them. course they do. They always do. Um, next game, Lord of the Rings: Return to Moria. Yeah, uh, I don't care. What is is that about? Is that a new Shadow of War? Uh, no, no, God, no! It's a survival crafting okay. game. Okay, well then skip. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like that don't fucking uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, I don't care if Italian. Oh, that if Italian has no, no, no. returned from the fucking grave. Don't. No. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what was it? Deep Rock Galactic? Is that what that game was? Some, the, yeah, talking the about. Yeah. So we played that a little bit. It looks like that just with Lord of the Rings. Um, so. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Is that that's the fucking like chibi looking one? I think like where it's like uh, both remake graphics but then also like fucking uh they're like little little avatars Please stop getting chibi versions Please. of japanese i don't like games. chibi things of anything i don't and we're i'm going to talk about one specifically later that is hey guess I, what i think i, I think I you don't yep about. yep you know and it's an anime game i don't game. like it, i don't like it either but um, yeah, we'll wait talk about it Banishers Ghost of New Eden, uh, a new action RPG from the creators of Vampire. Uh, but I don't I, it's, really it's, care about this game. No, it's, it's the only reason it's going to be like even somewhat big is because of people that like the studio that made Vampire. Um, mm-hmm. And we haven't, yeah, that's a popular game. The next game is something that you should be at least interested Baldur's in. Gate 3. Yep. Um, you don't see it. I'm okay. So. Despite the kind of like semi excitement that I have for that game, uh, I've never played a Baldur's Gate game. I'm not big into that type of game in general, uh, but I know that there's a major uh, following behind it. And all I'll say is that I hope that it gets a 90 at least, so that my fantasy team is doing well. And that I've Chris, seen some gameplay. It actually it, looks really good. I'm sure it is going to be good. And I, I, all I want is to know that if I do come in second in the Fantasy League, that just behind Chris, because he has all the fucking bangers because he cheated, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, he's also getting Mortal Kombat 1, which, you know, I, realistically, I think is going to get like an 88, but it, there's potential for it to get like a fucking 94. Um, and yes. he's a complete scumbag for the way that he went about getting that game on his team. Uh, we're not going to expose him here. He's not here to defend himself. I would rather that he fucking hears it from us and retorts because we've gone over it in the chat. Uh, but all I'll say is that anytime someone calls him out on his shit, which is very warranted, he's like, oh, you're just crying. Like, no, it's not crying. We're just upholding the rules. You cheating fuck. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, you can hear that and be happy and you can't say anything about it because it's on the internet forever. Uh, next <laughs> uh twisted metal debuts on peacock uh on july 27th uh i don't really care i like the actors that are involved but show? i want yes new show i want Where's twist- the new game i want a game twisted metal game please show don't give a fuck fuck you mm-hmm. um this did- next game let's just name it and then go on by it that's actually I really don't care <laughs> yeah the rest i don't really give a fuck i mean you know spider-man 2 got a, a announce uh or got a got a um release date but we already talked about spider-man 2 a bunch um so new, new marvel snap marvel like snap competitive mode don't care right, cool new uh, season, season four, four call of duty don't care exile 2 or path of exile 2 don't care 
Exoprimal. Uh, it's getting a Street Fighter Six crossover. I don't care. Liza right. P. Liza P. <laughs> gets a demo download. and a new release date. Um, I do need to download that. Yeah, I, I want to try it out. I, I'm I. I don't know. I, I originally I was pretty pumped about it because I I love Bloodborne despite never really playing it. I played like the first like hour and a half, two hours of Bloodborne, but then didn't ever get past that. Um, but I watched an entire playthrough. I think I watched two playthroughs. I've watched several people play Bloodborne like with different like randomizers. I I love watching Soulsborne uh, games on YouTube. Right. I love YouTubers that are like all about it. I love what, those videos. When I saw Liza P originally, I was pumped about it. Now, like after watching the gameplay, I'm like, mm, there, there are some things that I'm not like super excited about. But you know, I hope for the sake of the genre, it is a pretty good uh, alternative to Bloodborne, especially nowadays because people only want Bloodborne, either a remake right. or a Bloodborne Two, uh, and I hope it kind of fills that void. I don't think it will necessarily. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 reveals co-op. Uh, that's pretty exciting, actually. This looks so much like Gears. Yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yes. Well, that game is older than Gears, I'm pretty it is, sure. It is older than Gears, but it wasn't in that style before yeah. Gears. To my knowledge, right? The, the Space Marines? I have no idea. Because, like, if you if you watch the gameplay of it, um, that was at Summer Game Fest. Uh, they're actually just wearing like gears, uh, uh, uniforms like armor. Yeah, so. I just know that they've they've looked like that for a long time, and yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm into that series though. Like I'm into Warhammer. Like I don't play the games, but I've read and looked at lore videos, and mm. it's fucking wild. So um, for it. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Yes Your Grace, uh, but it I heard about it and I was interested in it seemed like a very story heavy game, which I look interested. I don't know much about actual gameplay yet from what I've seen, so I'm kinda iffy about it from a but from a story's perspective, it looks great. It looks like at least mood and atmosphere is similar to Octopath and Octopath. Mm, Octopath, no, it, it by mood i guess like I, by mood i mean more like lighting i guess i'm trying to like, think of a game that like that. it compares to it it's a it's a very indie feeling game i don't know if it's like either a, a single a or double a developer but obviously it's not a triple a title um but it is a sequel and there i guess there's a following but it looks like you're kind of just like you're you're either a lord or like part of royalty in some like fantasy world and you're like not going on adventures like you're running a kingdom um okay so and I, hey this, i may be very wrong i'm just kind of like spitballing from what i remember from the from the uh summer game fest and if i'm wrong then you know i'll just it's, ram my it's, head it's, into it's, that brick wall behind me if i'm correct then i'm not buying it it is a sequel from let's see a sequel to the 2020 indie game from brave at night and no more and no more robots whatever i don't know yeah cool awesome um remnant 2 uh, gets a release date. Uh, I never played Remnant, but I know that people like the I like like that series, so good for them. Um, there's a ton of just like other games. There's uh, uh, Immortals of Avium. Yeah, it's a rapid fire. Yeah, Immortals of Avium. 
Don't. It looks like Doom with magic. It doesn't look great. Uh, Under the Waves. <laughs> uh, don't know about that. Uh, Honkai Star Rail. PS5, PS5 release window. Don't know. Black Desert Online. Just Fantasy. so many things. Just so many things. Uh, oh, the... If anything, the most noticeable thing out of all these new things was probably the rest of the things is Nicolas Cage. I'm getting into no, I don't really care about that either. Uh, Xbox and Porsche partnering <laughs> on like super, very extremely limited fucking like consoles for some reason. Uh, hey, guess what? Don't care. Uh, so yeah, there were a lot of things from the Summer Game Fest that were cool, um, but a lot of it was just a like a lot of mid. And I get it; they're showing off a lot of indie developers. I respect that 100. Um, percent But you know. Uh, so, anyways, let's put our big boy pants. Yeah, let's put on our big boy pants. Let's put on let's put on twelve pairs of jeans real quick because we are about to dive deep into that crevice that is the Xbox showcase. First reveal out the gate, brand new f- Fable. Hey, that wasn't the first game, was it's it? It's all yes. I've ever wanted. Was, oh, I thought it was South um, of Midnight. No, I, uh, South, I was a South little, I was was a little like, I, w- I was slightly confused at first because I was like, is this Fable? Mm-hmm. The way they were like choking off the trailer. Yeah, but it looks like a Dungeons and Dragons type of game, the way they were like showing it, it off. Like no, it didn't I, even look like that. It, it, I, it looked like a weird, like new IP. Yeah, well, that's what they, like, they were. They were they were different. taunting us, right? Like they were they were kind of like, "All right, hey, guess what? This is a brand new IP. Just to open the show, great." But then, no, it fucking breaks within the first minute. Breaks into that classic, not Fable Three, but like Fable no, One and Two the, humor. The gra- Dude, graphics. The the British oh, like just dry humor that Fable. Fable three just completely and Micah, you and I played Fable three like together, and that that's why we have such fond memories of it. But if you recall, Fable three was so much more serious. Like they tried to be more serious than the first two games. Like there was still humor, but they were like, For sure. yeah, we're 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 kind of like buying into ourselves now because this is going to be a forever franchise. Hey, <laughs> false. Um, but now the new Fable. Dude, just from this trailer alone, I hope it is so fucking good. But from this oh, fr- from this first trailer alone, good. they're going back to their roots in terms of the humor and the writing. It sounds like right, um, the environment. It looks like it. It's like much further in the future in the same world, hopefully. Um, but like the guy that was, you know, the nerdy uh, uh, narrator, I guess if, if you want to call him that, he's. Going through the trailer, right? Turns out he's a giant, and this, he, and the, and the and the same hero that he's talking about is the one that's there to slay him. And I know I'm skipping over a lot right now, but by the end of it, the 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 hero that he was speaking of is sitting on his glasses outside, and I'm just like, I'm so dumbfounded by this. Like, what is happening? Like, what kind I'm excited, of excited, dude? I'm so pumped. I'm so. It looks it looks like they're taking a super unique 
like story approach. Uh, That's what. I, yeah, with, that, like the giants and the narrative. Well, they're, and they're it's so fable. They're 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 keep it's so, it's so fable. Like yeah, they're keeping the fable. same. They're keeping the same like, um, the same tropes from the original fables where there's werewolves. Uh, there there are goblins. Uh, it's a fable, right? But at the same time, they're modernizing it to a degree. Um, for example, I don't know if they had yeah. fucking like thick frame glasses back in the old games. Like they had kings and queens they, and fucking like. They didn't come out with that out the gate. I don't know if it would have hit as hard. Yeah, but the fact that like in your text, as soon as the fucking showcase started, you're just like, oh my god, fable. I'm like. Oh fuck! I need to figure out this fucking stream real quick because I need to react <laughs> really bad. Um, so I know Mike was talking about how Fable would have shown up. Yeah, I know. I know. Last uh, last episode, I said fuck Peter Molyneux. Basically, um, I don't know how involved he is with this game. Uh, I imagine he's quite involved, but maybe not like the head of every fucking department that's responsible for putting this game out. Um, but I, I, as of now, I'm retracting that statement. Peter Molyneux, please, if you're involved, I have to look into it more, but if you're involved to the degree that you have been with this series up to this point, please, for the love of God, make this one of the greatest games of all time. You have the potential. And I'm, I, I, I think my eyes are closed. My eyes are closed. Cause I'm praying to Molyneux. Uh, next I game. I think it's going to be good. I think. I I I I agree, Micah. I for the sake of our childhoods collectively, I hope that it's great. Um, South of Midnight was the second game announced. That right, running at twenty five, <laughs> twenty five FPS. Well, hey, it, it, it's an art style. It's a claymation, obviously. like it's, it's, it's mimicking claymation, and dude, it looks. It- interesting but it it's not something i'm gonna be like i need that but we don't know it actually looks for it. the culture jamal for yes. the culture it looks very interesting yeah for um, your for your guys's that culture there's some louisiana new orleans I, no, shit like, right don't get there. me wrong i'll like just that. make it fun of cause reading twitch chat and i'm and i did agree just because of yeah people what are like 30 was, fps get this I, trash I, I, out I know of my it's face more of an art, i know it's more of an art style because i can definitely tell that as I'm saying, yeah. exclamation! But I do obviously like a, a to creative see, choice. I am going to keep my eye on it because I, I do want to see where it goes to. If it's I, a day one game pass, I'll try it. I don't know why. Like it reminded me, it reminded me, um, like briefly of uh, Saints and Sinners, just because, like you know, that took place in New Orleans, um, and that like it really dove deep into the culture down there. And yeah. this is like taking that. It's it's that's what this is about. It's about like folklore from down there, I guess. To to my to my knowledge, just from the reveal, um, it's always good to see more uh, mediums start to like incorporate black and southern. For sure, absolutely into the creative space. I hope. I kept seeing comments like woke agenda women female and i'm like <laughs> hey shout out nick Merckx, right shout out nick Merckx. <laughs> um no dude i i i think that what we've seen from this game it looks fucking beautiful i love the art style yeah. if you like 
Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, not the not the most recent one, the one previous. If you mm-hmm. like that movie, there's no reason that you shouldn't like this footage right oh, here. Oh, for sure. For the sure. design choice is very similar in terms of how the animation works, but like dude, this looks beautiful. Yeah. This looks beautiful. I don't know what kind of game it is. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if the actual gameplay is going to mimic that, but if it runs at on purpose 30 frames per second, like not the environment, but like the char- the character models, beautiful that's, awesome. That's fine. 30 frames is not even bad, like to be honest. No, like, no, no. If it depending on how to do it, it can work. Yeah, not not no, 30 frames isn't bad, but like if it if the design is that the character models run that way, as opposed to the environment, like again, Spider-Man into the into the Spider-Verse, then I'm all for it, and I'm excited for that game. Um, next game is Star Wars Outlaws. Ooh, didn't see yeah, that much, one looks good. Because all cinem- it was cinematic, but you know, I am interested. We will see more gameplay um tomorrow at Ubisoft going forward. So, but now, I am interested. Do I you... do want a good. I do want to. Like, I always was interested in more sort of the outlaw, see how they will play into the world playing like that aspect rather than just Jedi. So I want right. to see how this game turns out. I'm wondering if that's the MMO that Ubisoft is working on with the uh, with using the division engine. Probably. Engine. Probably. And, and if, that, if that's the case, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Open world MMO, we can get down with that. Because it is, it is Ubisoft. Um, yeah, and Ubisoft said they were making a multiplayer game, so... We're, we're for that. Uh, dude, hey, if we get a Star Wars-based uh, division game. Looter? That. A Star Wars looter that isn't Jedi uh, uh And, like, survivor. shooting and shit? Yes, sir. I could get that with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ubisoft, you're cooking this year. Hey, wait, wait. Wait, though. It is Ubisoft. Yeah, y'all are cooking, but they can't. They can't burnt. disappoint. Y'all, y'all are cooking, but it very. It, <laughs> we it very, might take the sticks. It may be dubious food. <laughs> so we don't know <laughs> just yet. Uh, we're gonna hold our breath on that one, but I, I did, I liked, I liked the trailer. Right. Yeah, it was good. Um, it, it's very Star Wars. I love it. Thirty-three Immortals. Gave me heavy Hades vibes. Hades like, <laughs> yeah. Is it multiplayer? It multiplayer. Is that what I saw it looks, about it? It looks like it. it because it's I a... definitely saw another so similar it's, it's... character entering in, and then by the end there was like a whole bunch of the same characters basically it's, just it's showing up. Thirty-three player co-op. That's what I thought. Okay, that's interesting. I'm now, actually interested. How does that work though? Like, if it's not, I think it'll be like you're all taking down one objective. But, like, does that mean every time you play, you have to play in a lobby? I doubt it. But it, it's definitely going to have matchmaking. You it might be like a Battle Royale matchmaking person. system. And then you just, you wait. It won't be, like, crazy popular, but that's a great idea. I'm, I'm interested in just that concept alone. But to tag it on with, like, such a, it's not simple, but like, you know, a, a, such a simple design choice. Like it makes it easier on the developers to, to maintain digestible to, for the player. Right. Yes. And it's because not every, every fucking model, all 33 models are like highly designed. They're pixelated. Uh, it helps run whatever servers they're going to be, uh, uh, utilizing. Um, and it, hopefully it runs well, you know? Um, 
I I'm I, I'm interested. I'm interested at the very least. I don't think I'm excited, but I'm interested because I like this style of game. It is a top down as opposed to like kind of like an eagle eye view, uh, which top down perspective isn't my favorite. But I feel like if all of us team up with fucking like 27 other people like that'd be fire i just wonder like what's the lot like why this 33 are you guys taking on an objective like i'm pretty sure you we won't all be in the same room because that's a lot of people in one in like one i guess dungeon type space mm-hmm. so i'm just wondering how they're gonna carry out all those 33 people and it'll be interesting to say the least so we'll see how it come you know what direction yeah. this game takes i have uh i have some theories as to as a as to like what the objectives will be but we got to see more you know mm-hmm. um payday three Ooh. yeah that was the game i was not expecting this one neither was i i, I was not ready and it, i'm excited and you i know, love payday two. you know when it's dropping september this 21st year, right? that's right which is Okay, yeah, a lot of good stuff's happening in September, man. Mm-hmm. There are a few games coming out just before my birthday. This game's coming out ju- two days after my birthday, and Mortal Kombat 1 is dropping and on my birthday. This is a birthday. day one game pass, by the way. Yeah, pretty much all these games are day one game pass. The, the They're fucking geniuses. Payday, day one game pass? Yeah. Everyone's going to be playing that Everyone, with their phones. For sure. Everybody. I, people don't understand how big payday is to like that community. Like they're hardcore. And the they fact, love that game. And the fact that like you only have to pay for Game Pass, which is a great deal. Yeah, you get all of this, and you get all of it, dude. It's gonna be a good year, man. This um, year and next year are gonna be great. Yeah, uh, Persona Three Reload. There's anime game number. Two, two so far in terms of both of these. I thought it was wasn't this already announced? No, it got leaked. Okay, um, okay. So I'm they tripping. accidentally Atlas accidentally posted it on their Twitter. I mean, on their IG, but it got quickly taken yeah, down. Yeah, I don't care. This but is... like, that's not that's not a matter of this game being bad. It's just I don't play Persona, so like I couldn't get hype as much as other. Yeah, people. I as soon as I Chris saw was it, here, he'll be hype. He'll be no. wrapping y'all's ears off. This, but, hey, I mean, I'm glad for the community, you know, but. I think there Let's is see, some for the other ones. There is some beef just because it doesn't include um all the content from I think their other games or other DLC. It's literally just the base original game. So some fans are like, eh. But I mean, you still get you still get a re- you still get um a remake of the game. So I am happy for the fan base to get this, you know, yeah, at all. Sure, whatever. Congratulations. Uh Jamal, this is anime game three, because remember I said Like a Dragon is definitely an anime game. That's the what second game. It? So what was the first? So what was the other Sand game? Sandland. Oh, okay. That's right. Um would you count Power World as an anime game? Yes. Yes, no. actually that's four then. Okay. <laughs> um next game is Avowed. Oh uh, it looks like an Elder Scroll type game. Ooh. So it seems very <sighs> quite generic. Really, is supposed to be. It's supposed it, to be an older Elder Scrolls. It style. looked, yeah, it looked like Skyrim light. You don't really play. You don't really play Elder Scrolls, Adam. But like, if you enjoy Bethesda, you should be hyped for this. But why though? Because it's supposed to be like the older Elder Scrolls, older like 
obsidian games so it looks like outer worlds but with that's what i was gonna say yeah so it's it's uh it's it's out it's outer worlds but with magic and fantasy with good story plot and older magic mechanics not the new elder scrolls that's like brutal and animation heavy it's like the older bethesda style where it's like very clunky but on purpose okay yeah no i i get that um i just feel like they're you know how like game development goes in waves like we've seen it over the years where like whether it is the mechanic in the game like how you play or like the the combat style or like what the game is based on or even all of the above i feel like now as we're getting into this just stellar just graphics just everything looks amazing everything operates real well i feel like we're getting just a few too many magic based i'm killing skeletons and and creatures types of and i'm wearing armor sets like does that make sense does anyone else get that vibe no i it's called it's called fatigue i mean it's it is you're not wrong at all like we just got odin ring tears of the kingdom diablo 4 we've probably gotten multiple other like medieval rpgs open world well like even the games that are getting announced but like immortals of avium it's doom with magic we just got uh what the fuck was that game with the girl uh protagonist that was really bad uh i don't remember the the oh for for spoken for spoken uh hogwarts legacy legacy um you yeah. know, and then we got the Skyrim. You're not wrong. Or not I, I, Skyrim. We got Elden Ring or fucking Christ, Elder Scrolls Online. That new stuff. It's just like, it's so much. Ma- How much magic do we need? It's oversaturated, but I think Obsidian. Obsidian is the is the saving grace unique, there. Yes, they I make such unique games. I don't think it's fair to be like, you guys aren't allowed to make another one. No, they no. are the fucking creator. Yeah, you know, I like, get it. If anyone is allowed to make another one of these, it's, it's, it's Obsidian. I get it. I get it. Trust me, I get it. Uh, it was just like my knee-jerk reaction to seeing that trailer. I definitely understand, though. I'm not going to lie. When I saw it, I was like, Elder Scrolls Six. I was Dude, like, yeah. wait a minute. That's, that's <laughs> I was what I was thinking, shit too. myself. Because like, what I saw... Be- so I had to go back and recap just a couple games that I missed while I was trying to set up this dumbass fucking stream. Um, and that was one of them. And people were like, Avowed looks amazing. And I went back and I was like, eh, this looks like uh, this looks like fucking Elder Scrolls 5.5. You know? Like that's what this It does is. look like Skyrim, but upscaled. Yeah, and like the saturation scaler is excited brought because- up. They showed the worst thing that they could show about that type of game, though. They didn't show NPC or world interaction. They showed fighting, which is, like, the worst part of their mm, games. Right. But, like, I know, and you know, Adam, because you played Outer Worlds, their writing is impeccable. And they are yeah. going to write a great story for that game. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm In a day one game pass, again, I'll take it. Respectfully. Understandable. Uh... Sea of Thieves, The Legend of Monkey Island. Hey. Um, I'm actually yeah, yeah, I'm for it. I'm actually for it. I, I think that game is one of Xbox's like, for them. underdogs. No, fuck well Adam, do you 
Did you ever get into CFDs? CFD, with me? I can't no, remember. I didn't like get. I, we, I played it with you and Aldo, and uh, I can't remember if it was uh, Will or. Uh, we we've had multiple playthroughs. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, because I played it a couple times. I didn't really ever get like super into it because you guys were already like fucking way like you know over there, and I'm like, hello, I'm a pirate. What do I do now? Um, but that's why I like it because there's no leveling or anything. No, no, it's purely of course. Just, but I will it's, say it's just like learning. What I so when this trailer popped up. And I was like, ah, oh, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> All right, whatever. As soon as they mentioned Monkey Island, my ears perked up. I swung my head to the TV and I was like, what? Guybrush Threepwood? Is he making an appearance? And then eventually in the trailer, they get to the fucking, uh, to the cabin where he's, you know, staying. And he has a beard. He fucking, and it makes so much sense though. It makes so much sense, Good, man. Because I, I the the uh, uh, the Monkey Island games they have such a charm, like they're point and click adventures and stuff like that. But Guybrush Threepwood is such a good protagonist. Like he is funny, he's charismatic, uh, he, like he he fucking fits the mold. And then Sea of Thieves, it's a pirate game, has that cartoony art style that works with a pirate game. And Guybrush popping up, it's a fucking match made in heaven. I'm surprised they haven't well, done this. I just want to address how far Sea of Thieves has come and Rare specifically. Like, yeah, that game launched pretty bare bones, and now the game has so much content. Yeah, and they're they have voice acting now and like good open world, not open world, I mean, kind of, but like good campaigns. They have they have a Pirates of the Caribbean campaign, a Sea of Thieves campaign, and now they're adding this one, and it's all free. You don't have to pay anything. That's crazy. And it's coming out next month. That's crazy. Bravo. Genuinely bravo. Like W on their part. Seriously, Rare. You're fucking killing it over there. Can we please get another banjo? Yes, I was about to say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Because I was I saw Rare and I was like, holy shit. Hey, and what? even hey, rare. If you're still on on that fucking nuts and bolts wave, you see what Zelda's done. All right, That's, yeah, you can do it. You can do you it. You can do it. You tried. Hey, I. Well, this is a wild take. Banjo Kazooie, nuts and bolts, walked. So the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom could run. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, I'm fucking wrong though. You're not. They actually used a lot of different ideas from that game. It's pretty interesting. To it's see. all right. Um, hey, here's a here's a two on one. Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024, but also Microsoft <laughs> Flight Simulator getting a Dune expansion. I was actually I actually like I liked it. It was it was really it was really cool. I am actually jealous. Also. Of that incredible graphics like, oh always. genuinely insane yeah um, microsoft simulators are unmatched just yeah just straight up just like it it looks like real life so i'll give them that much um beautiful hold on one sec okay um ne- shut up next <laughs> senua's saga hellblade 2 Oh yeah, um, a little off put at first by this reveal trailer, but 
you played Hellblade, right, Adam? I played it a little bit. Um, um, I I never beat it or anything like that, but I I love I, the I concept did, of it. Did get to the end. I didn't beat it, but I did get to the end, and genuinely one of the most cinematic video games I think I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's I I want to say it's like a 4D experience, but I don't think that's true. But it, it might as well be. I mean playing that game with headphones and having like a schizophrenic breakdown while you're like trying to fight shit i've never experienced something like that in a video game and i think this trailer a lot of people are like mid mid what is this y'all don't get it man you have to play that first game and just see how beautiful it is first of all because it's a really pretty game and then also play with headphones and have like voices talking to you while you're like second guessing yeah. doing puzzles like you're a fucking stupid piece of shit and fucking oh you missed that attack you're a fucking idiot just no other game does that with no. me and i think i think this second game will be amazing they have more money now more i it should be great i agree uh i i i just love and again i haven't beaten the first game i barely played it but the fact that like they're utilizing not util, utilizing is not the right word but like advocating for just like mental health subliminally in a way um, like they're explicitly just showing it right. They're explicitly showing that this per like the person you're playing as is constantly in a state, in a state of like paranoia. Right. Um, but like there's from, sub- trauma. from trauma, right. It's not just because they're crazy. Like it's warranted. Like it's, it, it's, there's a reason this happens. Um, but the fact that they're, and we want to, we, we want to talk about this type of thing later on in an episode, but the fact Mm -hmm. that, cause yeah, because games very rarely even just discuss or even talk about mental illness. And that's what this whole franchise is about. Essentially is the struggle with that. Uh, but not just in, it's not in a modern setting. It's within a, a fantasy setting and I'm excited to see i have to play the first game i have to you really should because i would i and i i I have to give it a second shot i tried it and it just didn't like mesh well with me at first but if i give it a genuine shot i think i'll love it jamal any input cool it it gives god of war i never really played a game it looks good but i never really played it i heard like you know okay so i'm I'm sorry to i'm sorry to interrupt I have to, I have, so you know how Twitter has banned words or like, mm-hmm. you know how you can filter words. I feel like there are two things. There are two things that you have to filter out from your vocabulary when recording. Is it like, not like number one is looks good. Cause okay. I, I understand the struggle, but we'll pay brought up a good point. Well, or uh, Micah's got to pee. He's going to mm-hmm. go. He's going to go pee. Um, Second, for you, is you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will be conscious of those words. And I feel like you're very capable of that. I am. It's just more of a habit that I say those things. I understand. Especially I'm when... better at writing than actually speaking. <laughs> when That is true. You are very articulate, but mostly when writing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is hilarious because you don't do any of the writing for the show. <laughs> not at all <laughs> <laughs> you do you do a, a substantial part of the speaking and it's pretty ass backwards the next one 
is anime is. game number five. <laughs> yep. I'm just about to say that. I'm probably missing one too. I feel like there was another anime game. No, I had at least from the Summer Game Fest. Exp- no, oh, from the Summer Game Fest, maybe. I have the list up here, but I don't think I was going through. Um, there was one. It was called. I don't even know if I'll be able to pronounce this game. Well, you could probably call Black Desert an anime game, maybe. Not the so much art style, but MMO, so maybe. And combat is very like hack and slashes. But it was Lisfanga, no. the Time Shift Warrior. Oh, what? From Summer Game Fest? Yes. So, are that, we... you didn't you didn't really miss much from Are we counting that one? I don't even remember that game. I'm just looking at a list and I see there's a name and I see a clip of like a very cartoony trailer. What's okay. the uh, what's the game we're on? Um, well, we were just kind of taking a break, but I was mentioning how we're up to like five or six anime games between Summer Game Fest and Xbox Showcase. Yeah, we're on five. The next one that we will talk about is like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Remember so <laughs> earlier I was like, it's... <laughs> I think it's called like like a dragon infinite income (laughs) 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 or infinite finance or some shit. Yes. It's infinite wealth. Um, So I, (sighs) dude, with the anime games, I don't care what you say. Like a dragon slash Yakuza is an anime game at this point. It wasn't at first. Originally it was like, uh, I want to say like kind of like a GTA, but in Japan, but then it evolved into an anime game because it's what it is now. It's literally called Like a Dragon. So, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Uh, the main character in this game, Ichiban uh, Kasuga, woke up on a beach and he was naked. And people were like, oh my god, he has such a nice butt. And I'm like, okay, well, there are like fucking 23 yakuza slash like a dragon games and i tried one of them and i couldn't save after playing for four hours and i will never go back to that franchise (laughs) so i don't know if you guys have any input on that but i don't care it's too action-packed for me for what i would expect seeing the like a dragon games i want something more similar to gta saints row 2 but it's too action like dragon for me, cool. like some type of, as you say, anime. <laughs> it's yeah. like GTA made to an anime. exclusive for Xbox to have, but I'm not like... Well, yeah, it hits that same market fan. that Persona hits. It's that they're, they're expanding to the point where nin- the, the Japanese can't ignore Xbox anymore. Y'all gotta <laughs> buy it now. Well, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's like backwards Nintendo, where Nintendo is venturing out into like uh, porting, um, you know, American games from studios uh, that make like uh, not necessarily FPS games, but um, like action and adventure games and and indie games. Uh, they're putting it on Nintendo con- or on the Switch. I was going to say consoles, but the Switch and Japanese audiences are getting exposure to that. Now Xbox is going a very very smart route. It's not my route personally. But it's a very smart route where they have the games for a guy like me, but then they also have the the games that a Japanese market could easily dive into in Persona, which they make a huge effort on mentioning that they're partnered with Persona uh, constantly, by the way. Um, Going forward, yeah. 
And on top of that, they have the Like a Dragon games. Uh, just They have every Yakuza game on Game Pass. So if the Japanese want to give them their money, they're like, hell yeah, there you go. We have everything you'd ever want on Game Pass. This next game What's I thought that? was dead. Kuni- <laughs> I thought this game was dead yeah. and it's still alive. Kunitsugami Path of the Goddess. Uh, that was the next one? Was it the next one? Yeah. I, I thought the next one was Fallout 76 Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. I mean, well... No, 76 is still going strong. Yeah. Um, so really quick, uh, Path of the Goddess. Did you guys see this trailer? Yes. I saw all of it. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this game. Cause I don't know. One, I mean, the visual, the bit rate during the trailer dropped. <laughs> so right. I couldn't really get a good look for like half of it. Two, I really don't know what this game is about. Is this a Souls-like? I don't know. It's made by Capcom, and I don't know if they're know. really going to make a Souls-like game. Um, like it, it looks like it. it it's made with the RE engine, I think. The same engine used for, obviously, Resident Evil and Monster Hunter. Um, but it, it looks like Capcom's take on fucking... Uh, like Japanese mythology. No. What's the... What's the game that that you and I were playing, Micah? Uh, the Souls like the Chinese Souls like. Oh, Wolong, Wolong, Wolong. Yes. Called Wolong. Yeah, it looks like uh, Capcom's take yeah, on Wolong. I mean, I'm kind of over the Souls likes. Like, if you're not from Soft, get out of the way, bro. <laughs> Respectfully, like y'all just even Wolong. Like Wolong's cool, but they do a lot of stuff that to different differentiate themselves from from software i'm like no don't if you're gonna copy it copy it right don't like try and do this like make me ex- force me to explore level put flags down i don't know i'm kind of over everyone trying to mimic the from soft style unless it's like lies of p where it's like so different you can't even really call it the same genre but like this if this is a uh, dark souls like i'm gonna just wait yeah. Till Sekiro True drops respectfully. I'm gonna hold my breath, uh, but I believe it is gonna be on Game Pass day one, so we'll see. Uh Forza Motorsport, Wopay was gonna lay it down for this one. Um I've never really been a huge yeah, huge Forza guy, but I'm glad that Xbox has this. Uh yeah, it's Forza. It's, it's one of their flagships. Every, it's, yeah, it's right. like you can't go wrong with it. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's but, PlayStation has Gran Turismo. We have Forza. So cool. cool. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh so before we get to this next one, we can talk a little bit about Fallout 76. Um I know Jamal, you said that you thought it was a dead game. Uh ever since that ever since they started kind of fixing up 76, uh it has gotten a lot better. Uh, Micah and I still want to at some point go back and just give it a shot and just see how far it's come. But Atlantic City, dude, that's right up the road from us. That is. That's another. That's that is a, pretty crazy. That's another East Coast uh, Fallout situation. Well, lore-wise, there's nothing on the West Coast anymore. <laughs> but like. Uh, 76 um from what i hear it's a good 
game now, especially for a Fallout fan, like you'll find something to enjoy about it. And right, I mean, that's all you really want. If- I will say though, I was a little disappointed seeing that trailer. I, I it started with the like TV and the music, and then I saw the Vault Boy, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, no way they're doing this right now. It's too early. There's no way they're doing this right now. Fallout 5 and then 76. Welcome to Vault 76. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I really wanted to see something. Maybe I would even take a new DLC for Fallout 4 over 76, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say I'm like, it's mid, fuck it. Because it's probably going to be good. A lot of their new stuff has been good. I feel like they're going to try to recapture the magic that was New Vegas with Atlantic City. Because Atlantic City is not Vegas. But it's like a... It's it's a kind of a... A simplified version of it, in a sense. If you've ever been. And the fact that they're going from... And I guess West Virginia isn't too far from Atlantic City. But... They're kind of. It's good to see Bethesda still working on like where they're from, you right. know, like recognizing that they're from the East Coast, upper Upper Maryland. It's, it's good to see. It's, like it's it. an interesting concept. I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, Overwatch Two Invasion. Uh, that's not the PVE. I guess it's like a like a weekly mode where you can like hop in and kill yeah. bots, but respectfully yeah. skip. They just added new modes and I guess their highlight was that bootleg or not really PVE mode. So yeah, it's they, not something it's that not they the did Skill in Overwatch tree. 1. It's not the first person Diablo that they were marketing. Mm. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, it's obviously just the normal Overwatch, but with enemies, and you can like group up and kill them. Yeah, the 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 scariest part about it, like we we've talked about Blizzard in terms of Overwatch and that whole thing. Um, and if you're not familiar, just go on YouTube and look it up. It's everyone's talking about it still. Uh, but the scary thing for me was this: it said story missions instead of story mode. And we knew that they scrapped yeah, like the mode, saying. right? Exactly. Um, but it definitely sounds like it's not going to be a, an everlasting thing where you can. Also, just to just to mention it, that was in the first game. You mm-hmm. motherfuckers didn't need to make Overwatch two. You literally had a bot weekly story mode, story mission in the first game. This game only exists to sell shop skins. Correct. Overwatch. And force people to stop playing one game and to buy a whole other game. Yeah, fuck Overwatch. Fuck Overwatch. Seriously. Yeah, not happy about that. Uh, Here's uh, anime game number six, I believe. Persona 5 Tactica. Don't care. I like that it was a tactics game. And I know I this was one of the leaks that Atlas posted on our IG before they took it down. And when I heard about it, I was excited. So I saw the art style. It looks like this, and it looks like this guy. Now, mind you, this guy looks like a it's a good game. And I guess for that, and I don't know, it's not like it exists in any other medium or any other genre. So for what it was, I liked it. But in a Persona game, from what they came from. At least their their original style, and then from a tactics to a tactics game to this chibi 
car- very, very, I guess, cartoony type of style. It's off-putting. It is. Yeah, don't don't care. Don't don't care a whole lot. Um, but it is anime game number five. Um, we're gonna get to Starfield later. Uh, just to close out the show. But so for now, I'm gonna kind of kind of rapid fire a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Jusant, Jusant. I don't know how you pronounce it, but uh, it looked like uh, it looked like Fallen Order. Uh, with the little companion on your back um, and the same maneuverability, just with a more cartoony art style, minus the Jedi's, Stormtroopers, droids, the Force, uh, and Star Wars. Like everything. Yeah, very explore type of game. Yes. uh, I don't want to say Breath of the Wild because not really, but it takes that element of exploration Uh and makes it its own game. Kind of like how in the PlayStation Showcase they show Tower of Asgaba or however it's pronounced so yes that type of explore game it looks interesting enough i don't know how big it's going to be i don't know the whole plot i want to keep an eye on it but i don't think it's going to be all that but i'll keep an eye on it you know probably gonna skip it yeah probably definitely um still wakes the deep (laughs) um i think that that game is actually looks pretty impressive it, honestly it, it, like, it I, looks, i'm actually intrigued yeah i know and uh it it, it looked uh pretty like spooky uh because uh, obviously yeah. i i need i i need a good horror game very soon so i'm hoping that this uh pops off in early 2024 uh to open up the yeah. new year to put on the stream uh to-do list and uh it, it's it's not it's not part of a franchise or anything like that, um, and it, it takes place on like an oil rig or whatever, like out in the ocean, I guess, and that's pretty exciting. So, still wakes the deep. I'm gonna keep my eyes on it. Um, next one, Dungeons of Hinterberg. Don't care. Yeah, it seemed interesting at first, but the more I watched it, the more I cared less for it. So yeah, eh. um, Cyberpunk. Yeah. 2077 Phantom Liberty. My favorite thing about this was Keanu Reeves. Always, forever is going to be Keanu Reeves. My man loved he, just talking about the he game. Came with a lot of energy. Yes, he's he was but, like a he was acting like. I a will say, boy. I'm a, I'm actually really happy about that DLC. I'm I'm genuinely excited to see a continuation of V and Johnny's story. Yes. Like the fact that the canonical timeline is V survives and they're trying to make sure he lives. I'm with I, it. I'm happy about that. I, too. I, I know I shit on Cyberpunk a lot, but one thing I'll never shit on is that game's story because it has a phenomenal story. I do love the story. And at this point, we all know like it's come around. The gameplay has fixed itself. They've patched a lot of bugs. There's not they're not all taken care of, but the, you know, that that's why people love certain games, aka Bethesda, because the bugs make the game like more charming. Um, because you feel like someone made it, and it's not just like, all right, this is just like some fucking mass-produced product. Like someone put fucking time and effort into this, and I feel like we're really gonna get that second chance at Cyberpunk with this. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm. We're also dealing with the post. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just saying, I. I'm gonna dive right back into Night City as soon as this drops. I'm gonna pay the thirty dollars, and because from what I heard, 
Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be like a Mission Impossible style, like covert operation between uh, V, Johnny Silverhand, and whoever uh, Idris Elba's character is, and you're uh, saving the president of the, like the new United States of America in Night City, and that sounds unbelievable to me. So, I, I'm I'm also very yeah. And this comes out for also living in six. Living in a post Edge Runners world, so there's a good chance we're going to see either Edge Runners characters or mm-hmm. Easter eggs in that DLC. More than likely, they already have Edge Runners like content in the game, but just not to a significant degree. Um, I'm sure they add something. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm, su- I'm actually surprisingly intrigued by that. I didn't think it was going to be like that interesting when they revealed it. So I'm really excited for that. Right. Uh, City Skylines 2. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge actually sit, like Sim City style, you know. It looks good. Dude, it looks good. fucking good. It looks really I want to try it now. It actually looks fun. Like I could see myself checking in on that like every day. Uh right, and just like popping in for like 30 minutes just making sure for like sure. some shit's working like as a Game Pass game. Yeah, that one looks awesome. I might try City Skyline, though, honestly. Right. Um, here's anime game number six. Is it six or seven? Seven. Seven. Uh, Metaphor, Reef, and Taser. <laughs> Another Atlas game. They're coming out with all the games. Yep. Good for them. Um, Don't care. Looks interesting. Not for me. But, I mean... Don't care. I like... At least the atmosphere of the game is interesting enough for me to keep an eye out for it. Fair enough. Uh, Towerborn. Don't care. Yeah. Um, Don't care. Clockwork uh, Revolution. I missed that game. I have no idea what that Care was. a little bit. I, I am intrigued by the art style. I'm intrigued by the Bioshock look. Oh, the, Bioshock the Infinite 2. That's that's what I got out of it. Yeah, but we kind of just kind of just got Atomic Heart, some nah, a little no. like, off of the Bioshock hype. I, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not even I'm not even counting that. That game is not. Yeah, Adam was so disappointed by that game. Yep. Uh, the Xbox Series S coming in carbon black with a one terabyte model. That is actually actually very really, really cool. A one terabyte. Really, I mean black. But I expect really it cool. to be cool for life, but. A one terabyte that's impressive. The terabyte one for the S is impressive. For the Series S too. Three fifty. Yeah, that is a steal. That is a steal. Honestly, so I'm happy. That's a for... next gen console at less than or a little less than half, half the price. Like, yep. So uh I I wanna I wanna talk a little bit more about the console, but also <laughs> let's 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 yeah. round out the show. With... Let's get to the meat of the showcase. <laughs> It's about time. We've been going for a long time. I'm tired of talking, but I, I've saved up just enough energy to talk about Starfield. I'm so, happy for you all. <laughs> they, they talked about it on the showcase itself a little bit here and there, uh, but also they had their own um, like kind of direct about it after for another hour. And by God... Does this game 
have a fuck ton of shit. That's a lot of customization. It's the golden year of gaming. Oh right? my no. god. Like no, we could no. we could break this down in so many ways. Uh first and foremost, prior time for how much Exactly. Know. Prior to like seeing uh actual gameplay of Starfield, I was like this I don't know if it's going to feel like a Bethesda game, you know? Like is, is it going to feel like a Fallout or 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 Elder Scrolls game? Like I just don't know. But after seeing the gameplay at the very least, the interactions with the NPCs, the actual firefight, um like how that how that plays out, it we're right back in it, boys. This is a Bethesda game as they said on the show through and through. Like it it is exactly years in the making um this is the first new like world that they've developed um in over 20 years which is why i think people should be more faithful than anything because they don't have a previous lore they gotta like work with or uh previous game mechanics they gotta they are starting from scratch here and everything they're introducing is going to be brand new just the fact that there's a thousand planets, more than a thousand, they said, to explore with cities and resources and animals and wildlife. This isn't a no man's sky where it's like, oh, there's a million fucking gazillion galaxies and then every other planet is filled with nothing and like maybe some space stations. This is Bethesda. So we're getting unique characters with uh, their own like lifestyles, their own daily routines. You've got, they said that this home city that the game takes place in, like the main base or whatever, is one of the, I think it is the biggest city in world they've ever created. And I'm, as as someone who just came off of a, like a really good Skyrim playthrough, and then before that I was playing a little bit of Fallout, I, I'm really happy that to see Bethesda like back in their element and just doing what they do best and making beautiful, fucking intensely big game worlds. Um, now, how much of the thousand planets and whatever will have like amazing content? There's no way we can know that right now. But the only thing is with what they've shown, I'm just excited to see a new Bethesda world, especially in this style, because I've never seen a sci-fi game use this aesthetic before, where it's like a realistic space style, but it's not like, like when you look at Halo and Destiny, everything's kind of shiny and polished and like metallic, but like in uh, Starfield, there's like a genuine like NASA like mm-hmm. aesthetic to it. It feels like it's a real space ex- expedition. Like it's crazy. Right. And see. that and that and they, they mention that on the show as well. Like in the actual spacecraft that you call home, uh, I, I believe it's called the Frontier. And by the way, you can customize it pretty much any way you want, which is nuts in itself. Um, mm-hmm. But that is just too much to even I get into man. right now. It, it's gonna be I I can't wait to see what they what what just people build as their ship, um, but the inside uh, tears tears might have some competition. It very well might. Um, so on the inside, everything's kind of like it looks like you know like early to mid eighties style like uh, uh, sci fi like it, it it's very analog looking. Uh, it looks lived in like a little bit worn down. 
Um, and I love that. I love the look of it. It doesn't I look. Love it. It doesn't look like the Covenant, like a spaceship from the Covenant or anything. No, like I'm so tired of sci-fi games looking like every every single like structure and spacecraft looking like it's brand new. Like no, these things should be be beaten the fuck up because they're flying around at millions and millions of light speed per hour. You know, like hitting asteroids and space rock like they're it should look worn down right. space shoots spacesuits are going through extreme temperatures and weather conditions they should look like they're able to do that not just like shiny spartan armor you know those games have their place but the aesthetic here is so unique yeah and so original i mean it's gonna be great. the expansiveness so of, of what that, they're yeah. what they're offering and what they're promising is just un it's unfathomable um, well, it's, it's it's how we felt when they were talking about Skyrim twelve years ago, and we see how like, far that can't even be possible. You can go out to that mountain, right? That's not realistic. And we see how how the longevity of of that title, like people are still you're still playing yes. it to this day, ten years no, later. We're not even talking about mods here. We're just talking about base game. The base mods game. for this game. That's what I was telling Jamal going on to happen. People love Bethesda game. And people love modding Bethesda games even more. The mm -hmm. The modding community is so creative. I think that this game will last us 20 years with that groundwork, like that base. It's going to be, it's going to push it. Incredible. It's going to, so Tears will have some competition if it is as good as they're saying it is, which the way Xbox is putting it out, doing a whole direct just for that, they're hype. They, they've got like, they're like, yeah, trust us, motherfuckers. This shit's coming, and it's good. Like, <laughs> like this is their like pristine. Their like, th this is what we're offering, as opposed to anything anyone else puts out. Um, yeah, yeah. There's no no other game like that right now, right. especially to that degree. I mean, No Man's Sky is the only one, and it's not a Bethesda game. No. It doesn't have the combat. It doesn't have the deep storyline and the npcs it's just space exploration but this will have that and so much more there's so, there's so much to say just the vast we'll have to do something else about it yeah later for on. sure um we'll get more into uh starfield as time goes on uh and more is revealed and we end up actually playing it um but just let it be known that even jamal who is a PlayStation slash Nintendo fanboy through and through, even while watching the showcase, saw the collector's edition, which the price point is at $300. That's a little steep for a lot of people, I understand. But the stuff that it comes with is very intriguing. And even throughout, Jamal was like, I, I like this. I appreciate this. I'm even interested in this. I am, man. And they showed you that new xbox so that your ass can fucking go get it <laughs> like they're like hey back, you know man. you don't got this right now but <laughs> like they have my interest i don't know well it comes out in september it's Where too soon but if holiday season you know if i have the bread i don't know man i might have to fork up some cash that xbox series s <laughs> that one terabyte xbox series s or something shit it looks jamal it's good Good looking. Too. Yeah, Jamal, let me just put it this way, okay? For the price, basically the same price that a lot of people bought 
Xbox Series X's during COVID, which was let's let's just remind you, damn near six hundred, if not over six hundred dollars. If you if you pay that same amount that people paid for just that console and no games attached, you get a brand new Xbox Series S carbon black model with one terabyte of of storage. On top of that, you also get a completely custom storage case with a badge in it uh, and collector's items. On top of that, you also get a watch uh, that is a collector's item that is operational and you get potentially one of Bethesda's, if not the best game they've ever released. Mm-hmm. And Jamal, you don't have an Xbox, so you get all of Game Pass's library and every Xbox game you've missed out on over the years. Right. Chris, you've seen how Chris was happy to go through Game Pass, man. Mm-hmm. That shit is a it is a beautiful thing. It's the best deal in Game Pass for the first time in the season. Uh, and just knowing that Xbox's whole catalog is like right there for you, ready to play at all times. It's a good thing, man. Xbox yeah, is kind of looking good. Yeah, man. They're stepping they're stepping up their game. I'm proud. I'm happy for y'all. I'm happy to see where it's coming from. Because I miss... 360 was a prime era for gaming. And I miss that time. So they can bring that back. Yeah. And I will jump right back in. And so the same way we did with the PlayStation Showcase, we're going to go ahead and give Xbox Showcase a rating. What do you guys... Uh, what do you guys think that that this this uh, presentation deserves in terms of uh, F through A plus scale? Definitely better than PlayStation's for sure. I think it PlayStation yeah PlayStation, a, but uh, I, I think I, they I weren't remember. expecting Xbox to like. I think they weren't expecting them to have games. I I can agree with that <laughs> because like why pa- did they had a history of not doing that for a good Spider-Man. while. You know that PlayStation has something else in their back pocket that they just didn't want to reveal yet. But, like, I don't think they expected... They probably, like, like yeah, just Starfield. But, like, no, nah, they came out swinging with Fable. And people have been asking for Fable for a decade? Come on. I'd probably rate it a, a B+. It would have been an A had they had State of Decay or Gears of War. Yep. Uh, or a Halo, even. Um no halo not even the halo infinite season four like announcement nothing, nothing. it's just kind of weird uh that's three four three baby really given up on infinite they've really given up on infinite but Starfield. gears of war um or state of decay would have been you would have had me i would have been fucking singing from the heavens about how good this showcase is but i think there were some things that could have been taken out like the persona I don't really care. Uh, some of the other like little indie games that they had. I don't know if they're indie games, but like they look like them. I, you know, but like mo- overall, probably the most interesting reveals we've had all year. Um, even like with Nintendo and stuff included. So, A or sorry, B plus, State of Decay. You gotta do it soon. I'm very, fucking yeah, ready. Very much please. so. Jamal, what do you think? I agree, Mike. I give it eight point five. Um, that's not I don't the think... scale. Oh well, I give it a B plus. My bad. There you go. I would. I don't think they necessarily need to add like more exclusives, but for something like Fable, 
a gameplay, some type of gameplay would have been nice to up that rating or even just more gameplay from more of their exclusives. I would like more. So Forza, I didn't need to see much about it. Starfield was great, but some of the other games I just didn't really, it didn't seem like they showed enough of what they could have. So I give it a B plus though. I think contrary to what you just said, that's the reason why they needed to show more exclusives. Um, the same way that PlayStation showed a lot of games that are going to be on Xbox, but they also showed a lot of heavy-hitting exclusives, primarily Spider-Man 2. Uh, Xbox, if you noticed, a lot of the games that Xbox showed are not exclusives. Um, they just announced a lot of them. Mm-hmm. in their showcase in a, in a nice way they cut out all the extra bullshit of people coming on stage and be like yeah this is what hey guess what marvel snap we uh, nobody gives a fuck they just like went world premiere world premiere <laughs> world premiere world premiere exclusive world premiere and then right after day one game pass <laughs> yeah yes which is i think that they did a good job with that i think that that's the balance that you need like even if it's not an exclusive but you can play it day one on game pass i get it that's awesome trust me game pass is the best deal in gaming and that's my own opinion um but i think that even them just kind of mentioning the exclusives the state of decays the gear sixes um just a, a a smidge of halo infinite something Something to kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm an Xbox fanboy for a reason. Uh, more so than having Game Pass. And more so than having Starfield. Because there are some people that are not interested in Starfield. And if you take Starfield out of the showcase, then like, what really is there? Yeah. Other than Forza. For an RPG fan, for hardcore RPG fans, I think this was an A+. That's, you got Avowed, that's true. You mm-hmm. got Fable, you got Starfield, for, and you got Persona, if you're into that. You got Like a Dragon. Like, There's a lot of RPGs in this showcase. Um, yeah, and that's, so for that's... A, a hardcore RPG fan, I mean hardcores, like people who like the old school ones, this was a great showcase. They really, they did have uh, a good for balance. For us multiplayer fans, yeah. for us Xbox fans, it's good to see us back in action, but it's like, damn, there's some things like Banjo, like Halo, like Gears, for fuck's sake. <laughs> there's some things we really need next year, like announced, and uh, that's the one. That's or the at one. Least some hints at. That's the one drawback I, I think that that the showcase had was that it's not really giving a whole lot to the people that have been Xbox fans since the 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 reveal of the first xbox other than fable and starfield which is a bethesda title which is now exclusive uh oh it it is exclusive yeah starfield's exclusive yeah (laughs) playstation that's what i was talking about right that's what no i can't play that's what i'm saying but aside from like oh i didn't know that the 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 less the less than handful of of games um, that are exclusive to the Xbox. I think that they needed just one more heavy hitter to get it up to that A A plus rank because it was a very good showcase. But I think you because- could have shown me a zombie taking a shit on the floor for State of the K three, and I would have given yeah. you an A. You could have literally <laughs> shown me a zombie, a fat blue. What are they called? Uh, 
bloaters, bloaters, the fat bloater taking a shit on the sidewalk, and I'd have been like, or pissing and spelling go. its name in the snow with P, and you're like, yes, yes, please more. <laughs> but yeah, I think with the I, blood plague. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just red piss. Um, I think that we're all in agreement here. Uh, B plus, uh, very very good showcase from Xbox. Definitely better by a whole no, letter fan. grade. Uh, Fantastic. At least than PlayStation. Um, and now we just have to look forward to the next uh, the next Nintendo Direct, which is going to be the 26th of the year. So that's exciting stuff. Um, Anime game direct. Yeah, exactly. Fire mm-hmm. Fire Emblem showcase. Um, <laughs> direct so yeah uh this has been a long episode uh i know it's tiring Uh, to kind of listen to all this but i hope that at the very least we've been able to keep your attention and if you didn't watch any of the showcases then you got your your fix here um and uh yeah so we love you that 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 about covers it yeah if you made it this far please definitely be sure to subscribe and like and comment um Go ahead and uh, go. Even if you don't listen to podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, just go ahead and find us, make an account, and follow, subscribe. Uh, it would help us out a lot. We appreciate it. We love seeing the support. Uh, you know, even if it's just a, a couple people in, in droves, uh, we we do uh, love that people are listening to us, even to any degree. So, um, thank you again. This is Pixelate, where the H is silent, but the hate is real. Uh, and that 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 about covers it for episode 19. I'm Adam. I'm Jamal. Micah or Mike Q. And we're done. We're all very very tired. We talked about a lot of fucking video games today. So mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. we'll see it's you in the, the next one. Time for me, boys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. We're getting off the game. Good episode Walking everybody. Off. Yes. See you next hey. time. Y'all better announce State of Decay. I swear to God. State of Decay twerk compilation. What? (laughs) Zombie squirting. (laughs) Hell.